They call her Aida. They call her Ada. They, every other name but Ida. And she goes, how come you know that? I, go, I slept with a lot of Puerto Ricans. <laughs> Comedy Store would like you to know that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are strictly those of the speakers or authors and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by the Comedy Store and its affiliates. No, I I once had to bring up my friend, and his name is Prashanth Vekataramanajan, and I felt so proud of myself that I could do it, yeah. that like I just have no patience, but whatever. Is I'm that new. better, Brett? No, it's you're lovely. good. You're good. I'm and, new, uh, so I have to um, let people call me new? Liza. Like, I no one knows me, so it looks like Liza. You know, it's like new kid in school. Yeah, I said Liza all the time. But yeah, then someone corrected me, and I was like, "Wait, okay." Now, but sometimes, like one time, confused. my bestie went up to someone and was like, "It's actually Liza," and she went, "I think I know," and it was it was like some person that worked at MTV, but t- so confidently wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm excited to have you here. Uh, I think you're absolutely hilarious. Thank you. I've been, likewise, like, <laughs> sickening big fan since like that Gotham show in New York. I can't. How oh yeah, wait, was that? that for Jenny McCarthy or yes. what was it? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't get booked on that. I but. always forget about that, and then you bring it up, and I remember but that did woman you, singing. Uh, oh yeah, the woman singing. I, Donnie Wahlberg was there. I don't know if you saw him. I did not see him, <laughs> but I think they got back. So I was talking about handicapped kids. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Yeah, but his kid, the autism is not handicapped. handicapped. But people think it is. Okay. Because, oh no, because I was doing the bit about uh, retarded. Uh-huh. I don't. I'm, I'm. We're gonna get canceled. Anyway, it's not a real thing. Are we taping or no? Yeah. Oh, it's started. There, oh, cool. And I think where else? Well, anyway, yeah. welcome to the Comedy Store podcast. Thank you. I'm very excited to have you. Lisa Traeger is here. It's very exciting to have her here, and I think she's fantastic. Really? Yeah. So you're originally from Chicago, right? Um, from I grew up mostly in the suburbs in Skokie. Okay. But, you know, the city was close, and I started comedy in Chicago. You started there? Yeah. Yeah, because that, that night that we we're talking about yes. at the Gotham, <laughs> when you came out, somebody was like, oh, this girl's from Chicago, and everyone had been tanking. Well, because it was, no, I just remember a person singing and it was the worst songs I'd ever heard. Oh, sure. I know exactly who that is. I can't think of her name. I wish I remembered one of the lyrics, but it was just such bad songs. I couldn't believe it. It was horrendous. Yeah. She's been doing stand-up for like 25 years. No. Yeah, I've known her since. Oh, you know her? I've known her since the late 90s. Wow. Easily. So, and then she married a famous comic. Yeah. And then, uh... He passed away, but they split up before that, whatever. Uh-huh. Everybody knows who that is. So I just can't. It's a, Her name is like a famous name, and it's not coming to me. But yeah, no. anyway, so but whatever. So she, that tank, and then there was like a couple other people that just had not great sets. Yeah. And then um, I was like, oh, this is going to be bad. Oh, and I'm like already because I'm thinking if everybody's doing it, it's got to be the crowd. Yeah. And then you went up and absolutely fucking annihilate it and i was Whoa. like fucking <laughs> chicago like i don't know why because i think you said something about chicago i'm not i can't remember exactly I, what you talked about but i just remember your attitude and your i know i wonder if i was visiting or if i was already living there or what but yeah i don't even remember what year it was yeah isn't that weird they lost my it's luggage it's all too. a blur everything's a blur <laughs> your now. whole Im- just comment like when people were doing like oh the decade i was like oh i've just 
been doing comedy and it's all like I don't know what was four years ago or seven years ago it's you don't remember when you started six. I do yeah okay. I remember yeah March of so it'll be 11 years this March wow yeah I'm gonna be 13 this year see I gotta get my shit together 13 years doing stand-up this Whoa. year I know but you've known okay. some people for a long even longer than that well because I was a waitress here for a long time I was wow. a waitress here for 12 years okay and I was the owner's um assistant for a long time okay and i mean i did everything for her because she didn't trust people <laughs> but the reason she trusted me is because i don't want to be a comic so mm -hmm. i don't want anything from her everybody else would come like oh let me rub your feet for spots you know and she'd be like okay and she'd let them do it and then she'd never give them spots after the one spot you know but she was you know she just didn't like she didn't trust anybody. How did she know to trust you? Just because just you because I didn't want okay. anything from her. So she, when she did, when you started comedy, was she like great? Well, I did call her and I was like, hey, because uh, she hated it when a waitress turned comic. Yeah, because I've I got to be honest. I would sit with her during her showcases, and a waitress would be like, I could do this, and they get up, and it was worse than that singer we saw. Worse, <laughs> worse than anything I've ever seen in my life. And uh, I'd be like, oh, boy. And Mitzi would just fucking feel, I told you, never put a waitress. And I'd be like, all right. I didn't, so I'd have to yell at the talent coordinator, like, don't put a waitress in the showcase. So what, so when you called her and told her, what did she say? I told her I was working on a one-woman show. Because technically I was. That's okay. what I wanted to do. I was going through like a fucked up life thing. And then I was supposed to be interviewing you. Anyway, uh, <laughs> But a, like a weird life thing. And so I I left here for a year. My best friend passed away right after I left. And I broke off my second engagement. Like I was just going through some weird shit. And then I started writing like all my stories down. And my best friend that died was a comic named Freddie Soto. And uh, he would be like, you should be doing stand up. So I thought, let me just put these stories together and I'll do a one person show. Because I wouldn't disrespect stand up like that. I admired stand-up. I admire stand-ups. My best friend in the world. The greatest stand-ups in the world. Like, Dom yeah. Rara. That's Dice Clay. Like, these are the biggest comics there are. So I was like, oh, I would never disrespect stand-up. So I told her I was doing a one-woman show. Oh, that's perfect, honey. <laughs> Do it in the belly room, huh? That's where Whoopi did hers. I go, okay, you know, it's great. So I did it in the belly room. Went up in the belly room. Dice came to see me. He's my second ex-fiance, by the way. Uh, and then he, he was like, you're doing stand-up, stupid. So we went on the road. Wow. So that's how I started. And then you started on the road. I started basically on the road, yeah. I got booed off the stage in Long Island. That was a good time. <laughs> a good time. 2,500 people booing you in the round. I've Always been fun. booed. Really? I was booed by like five 600 black college students in Maryland. Amazing. Yeah, it was rough. Why? Um, I was opening up for Lil Duval, and they know. just didn't like me from the moment I got up there. And I didn't have the skills to maneuver, so everything I tried didn't work. Like no tricks. The You're tricks the didn't work. Yeah, uh, my tricks weren't working, and I tried. And then I, I've, 
it seemed like they wanted me to like make fun of them. So I was like, okay, I'll do this. And then um, I made fun of one guy and everyone didn't like that. I mentioned <laughs> Tinder. They're like, we'd swipe left. Like it was just, oh. they were all scream. I just couldn't do it. So finally I was, I said like, I've never looked at a bigger group of failures in my life. You guys are the worst. Like I trap, I also traveled by train and then a bus, but it wasn't a bus. It was a van oh. for hours, like to get to this college. And it was just awful, but I couldn't leave because the headliner wasn't there. And so I like said me and stuff and I was like, well, I can't leave. And then everyone just boo until he arrived and I just stood there waiting you didn't say anything they were just booing you yeah wow there's nothing else I could do at that point <laughs> that is fucking amazing but then the students were like so the meet and greet I'm like there will be no meet I'm not meeting anybody I'm like what? take me to my hotel immediately and then I traveled like another 12 hours home the next day to was to New York, from Chicago no. or New York? New okay, York. Twelve yeah. hours. Did you walk? No, because flight? it was like the. Bu- I had to take a van to the train station and then a train. Oh, okay. So it was like, it was a crazy it's like a journey. Two-hour drive. It wasn't though. Oh, really? I no. mean, the, I t- just did it a couple months ago on a train. I'm doing it again at the end of the what. Month. From New York, a train to Baltimore. Well, no, because then I had to go to this college. So it was like up in the boonies. It's like maybe. in Maryland somewhere. Ah, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I was like, wow. No, I got off at, in a normal city and then I had to get into a van for hours. <laughs> it was just like <laughs> right there is where I would be like, you know what? What's the, what do you mean by van? What is, I mean, even last week, like I just, it, sometimes one nighters are so f- silly. Like I flew to Minneapolis, did the JCC. And the, just the Jewish community center. I know. And then, oh, well, just right. for the other you're people. Right. I'm sorry. There's not a lot of Jewish listeners. So they're smarter than us. <laughs> and so then, uh, and then you're coming back, and you're like, "This is crazy to fly round trip eight hours for now." It's just so wild sometimes. But that's they probably pay well, and they probably flew you like normal. Like you didn't have to get in a van again. No, no van. Okay, thank God. <laughs> no van. It's like I'm so worried about. And you. I got trail mix it. It was good. <laughs> Like that's what they paid you. No, but they had trail mix, which was nice. So amazing. (laughs) No, because that's like a private. That would be more of a private gig, yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I was happy to have it for sure. Of course. Who cares? Yeah. So, what made you move from Chicago to New York versus L.A.? Um. Aside from being smarter than most people, (laughs) I wanted to do spots. Like I just wanted to do. So I like in my head thought I hated L.A. until I got, and then now that I live here, I fucking love it. But You'll um, get over that. It's awful. Not yet. Though. I've been here a long time. Well, I still I love seeing celebrities. So to me, every oh, day hysterical. is just like the best. <laughs> and I recognize crazy people. All my friends think it's funny. I recognize Britney Spears' manager at Soul Cycle. And they're like, How did you know? And I was like, I just knew it was Larry Rudolph. Like I just knew. <laughs> you know his name. I do. Too. That's amazing. And Benny Medina, my friends are like, Who is that? And I, I was like, Benny. Yeah, he's a manager as well. And they're yeah. like, How have you not lived here your whole life? I'm like, I know. But that is a I saw name. Weird Al this week, the Backstreet Boys last week, AJ McLean. Like I just, I love, live, I love it. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I could be sitting on most of their laps and wouldn't know it. I'm pretty terrible at that. But it's because you, I think you become, after a while, you'll be desensitized. Like, well, that's what people, oh, but yeah. I feel like I've been meeting famous people forever and it's a, it never gets. I it never not, gets old for you. No, I'll, but cool. uh, someone just said that to me last week. So when it does get old, I'll let everyone know, but. Like I get thrilled. Certain celebrities, I I get a little nuts over, uh, but I don't know. My idea of a celebrity is might be different. Like, um, I Paul Pierce was here. He pl- used to play for the Celtics. Okay. He was in the original room a couple weeks ago, and I'm like, I was on that show. How did I get to see Paul Pierce? Like, he's one. It's my second favorite. 
third favorite Celtic of all time, but whatever. It's I was like, but I would miss it, like because I would just walk by. I'm like desensitized. That's well, maybe I would have noticed him. You would. But I did. If it's it. your favorite, you would notice. Yeah, especially because he's not like a little man just sitting in the corner somewhere. <laughs> well, I also have like a group I, chat with my best girlfriends, mm-hmm. and anytime any of us see someone famous, we write about it. And I've just been like clogging it up, <laughs> like. I saw Mini Driver yesterday. It doesn't stop. Yeah, I love it. What if they're not them, but they look like them? Do you stop them and talk to them? I I did say something to AJ McLean. I really couldn't keep it in. I've spent a lot of my life obsessed with the Backstreet Boys. But usually I leave everybody alone. Oh, okay. So you don't talk to... Because people get mad. Like when people visit... My little sister was visiting and uh, we were sitting... It was LL Cool J. I saw him at the airport a few weeks ago. I fucking love LA. Yeah. And we were at Jerry's Deli. That's how long ago this was. And uh, LL was like hot hot i mean he's still hot but he was like hot hot this was like 20 years ago and my little sister was like i want to say something and i'm like if you go over there and say something i will knock the shit out of you and she's like i can take you in a fight and i'm like please don't embarrass me and we don't talk to celebrities here just mind your business and eat and so i was like this is why they feel comfortable here she was so mad at me she was cutting her food like i fucking hate this city i can't say hi to ll like i just wouldn't let her but i keep it like i don't i just sometimes will go you're great and keep it moving oh okay that's Um, good i do that or i just go i can't believe i'm seeing you but enjoy your day you know like huge fan and yeah i don't know and then i walk away like lisa ren i saw at the lax delta lounge and i couldn't i I was just like my mouth opened she's on the real housewives of beverly hills but she's married to harry hamlin oh yeah yeah. (laughs) she did depends commercials i know her (laughs) she used to come here i bet she's out and about i see her at soul cycle a lot too yeah you can see her all the time at ralph's and sherman oaks oh my god (laughs) i can't (laughs) i love it because i remember being like wow that lady's beautiful like oddly like comes like you see somebody in a grocery aisle where you know i didn't even wash that day and i'm like oh shit yeah that that but is i didn't know what she does i just thought she was like a hottie like la no um yeah people are sometimes i'll see a super hot girl and i know there's a famous man nearby <laughs> like if someone has a giant diamond and they're like a 10 i'm like who's here and the f- last time that happened was kevin hart like i saw a beautiful woman wow. and i went someone's here and it was kevin hart but the way and it was his wife do you oh okay which one he has a couple just no i don't oh, know the one, one. The yes, one. okay yes, 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 yeah because yes. i just stand up with the other one yeah. oh i did okay <laughs> <laughs> but like kevin is started in i mean he's a philly guy but he yeah. started in new york did you know him from there no i didn't know him at all i was just hosting at the cellar and he was actually one of the nicest he really people, people he say. went out of his way like stood up shook my hand introduced me to everyone at the table and that's like unnecessary for that's sure. So nice. Yeah. yeah. And so when you get to New York now. So the reason I went, I stopped being nervous in Chicago. I was kind of like going last at big shows. Like I was, I don't know. I, I, I remember I visited LA and did Meltdown. Do you remember that show in the yeah, comic book shop? And I remember being so nervous and excited. And I was like, oh, I don't really feel this in Chicago. Like I have to right. go somewhere. And then my cousin got married and I got to visit and I was in New York and I did like 15 shows in 10 days. I just, I, and then I You're called like, my best is- friend, Megan, who's a comic. And I was like, we're going to New York. Like, this is what we're doing. And then she went and visited and she's like, it's awesome here. Our, we can live in the hallway of the basement of our friend's apartment. And I was like, let's do it. And we like packed up her <laughs> Saturn and we went. And then their basement got flooded and it was uh, a wild 
adventure and we shared a bed for six months until we caught our the building super on a ladder in the bedroom window spying so we left oh jesus moved to brooklyn yeah but we wanted to live in manhattan so bad and we had like we climbed over a That's toilet to dreams. get into a bathtub yeah. like we only had one sink in the kitchen that was it shared the bed and we still paid 950 each isn't that fucking crazy it's crazy but it felt but like see, new, yo, like I love like, it. I'm here because that's the thing. If they do that to you here in Los Angeles, where you're paying that much, you're like, where's the fucking culture? Like oh. you don't feel that same energy that you would feel in New York. You're no. like, fuck this, I ain't slumming it for this shit. No, but I'm gonna go to art museums. That's something I do. I haven't gone to any in LA yet, so mm. we'll see. But I'm, the culture I just, I love has. that it's not great, but <laughs> I love that New York. Um, because that's the only city in America where people would, I think, yeah, do it, do something like that. I lived in a pantry stage. in Chicago for a few months <laughs> on like a twin mattress on the floor, but with fret. Like I live, yeah. What do you mean a pantry? Like, like a pantry, just... like the shelves for cans of food were my clothing, and it had one window, and then the door wouldn't close with the bed, so my friend built me a curtain, and it was just a twin mattress on the floor of the pantry, and I had sex in that pantry. Sh- that's awesome. Yeah, being young is wild. What? <laughs> But so that's Chicago. Yeah. So and it, and it's expensive it in Chicago. Not too. at all. Oh my god. I I never paid more than four hundred dollars in rent in Chicago. And so wow. I lived in the pantry for like two hundred a month in the beginning. And then we got a three bedroom apartment. And this apartment, dining room area, like in what is it called when like the bureaus are built, like built in shelves everywhere, oh, okay. giant pantries, um, just like a beautiful apartment. And we each paid like four hundred. 450 wow yeah living there is not expensive yeah see i mean where i grew up in philadelphia like in my neighborhood south philly you probably get like you can rent a row home or they what do they call them now townhouses okay it's <laughs> just hysterical what we call them row homes but uh you can rent one of those maybe for like 1500 um maybe like a thousand to 1500 a month wow in certain areas which is awesome but if you go in center city it's like new york it, the the prices go real high also i don't so think townhouse is Chicago a new thing like i think it's regional because we lived in a townhouse and that's we yeah but townhouses were bigger i thought they're trying to market our they're oh, trying to change our market got it <laughs> so it's the gentrification they're coming in and they're like oh no this is a townhouse and i'm like <laughs> let me explain something so that's not so it's not the same house. thing no got it they built new townhouses that are bigger and cost like i think they're like five hundred thousand to live right where the projects used to be which is amazing i'm like oh yeah. that's that's weird <laughs> it's like uh 500,000 right in this neighborhood. It's like crime ridden. I yeah. wouldn't pay that much. But it wouldn't be, it's get not no going to be. Huh? Like they're going to kick everyone out and then it won't be crime ridden, is what happens. No, my mom's not leaving. I'm good. kidding. <laughs> no, because that neighborhood is, it was good. And then they started to build around it in this like kind of shitty ish. Like, I can't explain it. It's so hard to explain. Well, because I also read yeah. an article and like New York and a bunch of places. Um, it's the suburbanization of the city. Yeah, they keep trying to do that to sucks. our neighborhood. And my, and well, it, in New York, nobody's are, leaving. Like parts of Brooklyn look like the suburbs. Yeah. So these giant bars and like Dave and Buster looking buildings and Whole Foods. And yeah, they're trying to get families, Sprouts. rich families to get yeah, like four bedroom homes. 
I mean, four-bedroom apartments or whatever, like rich uh, families. It's like, weird. Why would you do that? Why would you live on Washington Avenue? Like, that's frightening. What is that? It's, oh, I mean, Philly. Philly. It's like these little areas. Like, you can't build the sprouts and think, well, I'll be all right. <laughs> like, it's not. It's still a shitty area. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, but I got attacked in good areas, and I lived in, like, a quote-unquote shitty... Oh, I did get... There were problems there, too. Did you get attacked in New York? I got attacked in New York, yeah. My mom always says, oh, honey, New York. But my friend got attacked in a great neighborhood in Chicago. I mean, everyone... Almost everyone I know has been attacked everywhere. It just happens. People are just idiots, and crime is just so out of control in that I think people are so desperate right now for anything they're just like oh it's easier to steal there was a guy on the news he literally robbed uh, a convenience store and he's like i'm sorry i have to feed my family yeah he put a note and i was like (laughs) that's the nicest thing did he get in trouble or no did they i don't know if they caught him him, but i hope they didn't Like, I'm sorry, my family's hungry, and so... Well, so my friend just sent me a package, but she put the wrong address, and I went across the street, and I just grabbed my package, but I wonder if they have, like, footage of me, and they think I, like, stole their package. Oh, shit. Because no one was home, and I just put, I just took the one that yeah, said my no, name. It wouldn't... Nobody's reporting it. We'll so see. What if someone, it, like, jumps me in the neighborhood? <laughs> they don't check the footage unless somebody reports it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It's expensive to do that. Go back. Look at this. Got to look at the tape. You got it. My sister-in-law got um, uh, hit, attacked in a Rite Aid, right? Three streets over from my mother's house, like, just right in our neighborhood. And she uh, filed a report, called the police, did the whole thing. And they were like, yeah, we can't really look at the footage. It just it takes too much time. And they told Weird. the cops no. She's like, wait, what? And then the, the she got a lawyer, and they told them no as well. Like, I don't know. Whoa. Um, I worked at a hair salon, and across the street. It's called Protecting the Perp. Yeah, well, there was a half price app night uh, mm-hmm. at the bar at the restaurant, so people would Appetizers. go wild. Yeah, but um, someone stabbed someone in the neck with a fork in the street. So hot. Okay. So the cops came and took our footage from the salon, but we gave it to them. That's normal people. I yeah. don't know what's wrong with this, like certain corporate, like because they don't want to get sued. I guess. Wait, so sorry. In my head, this all connected. But have you been watching Cheer? No, it's Cheer. It's a Netflix doc series, six episodes about a community college that's won 13 national championships, college championships, and they're like the best cheer school program I've ever. Seen Bring It On. Um, well, it's like that, but real life. They steal the cheers <laughs> from no. the black girls? <laughs> no, oh, they are. They're fucking actually Coach Monica kind of has your vibe. Really? She's yeah. Cunty? But strict um stricter. I mean, you would be scared. Like one person he competed with a different team and got injured. So she punished him and they made them do the whole routine full out until he got so injured. <laughs> I mean, people are breaking their bodies. They're flipping hours a day on these tiny mats, all for one two minute and fifteen second routine in Daytona, Florida. Oh my god, that's a real thing. Over Were you ever a cheerleader? and over and over. No, like a regular cheerleader. No, I was. Um, I swam mostly. Swimming was my oh, thing. Yeah, um, and then I did basketball for six years, but then I gave it all up sophomore year to swim all year round. But I also played softball, volleyball. I was on a football team for a bit. I played sports too. What uh, What was your best stroke? Swimming? Butterfly. I'm saying. Yeah, all comics Fuck. are. Fuck. We're butterflies. Yeah, just like the most um, horrific one. It's the you only know, trophy I still have. It's a first place trophy. Whoa. But the only reason I have it is because um, <laughs> every our neighborhood, like 
we it was like middle class, lower middle class, but some people were like really getting closer to the poverty lot. Like uh-huh. so they there wasn't like a lot of vacations. So when people were able to like just say go down the shore, which is nothing, they would just go to Wildwood, New Jersey uh-huh. and like, you know, pay peanuts to stay at some shit hotel and let the kids run on the beach. So we had a swim meet and all the kids for some reason everybody had the same vacation week and i was the only one and my sister was like probably like this monica cheerlady who was like we're going we're going and i'm like fuck so nobody's here she's like we're going and i was like ugh. and we got there and it was all these black kids and i'm like fuck everybody's like black people can't swim i'm like you in the wrong neighborhood they're yeah. teaching them to swim in philadelphia because <laughs> these fuckers were killing us in the pool so i was like god damn it and i remember uh I raced my heart out and I, I made my first heat and my second heat. Then I went all the way, you know, cause you got to keep going until you to the last one. And I got first place and my sister was like screaming, smoking cigarettes on this. On the, yeah. God, like chain smoking. Wow. And uh, we had the biggest party driving home. And so for that reason i keep that trophy because we just laughed and giggled the whole and she was driving my dad's station wagon just we fucking beat them we went in there (laughs) i can't believe it no i wasn't that good i would get like fourth place maybe oh word second i yeah i wasn't i have one jv record oh i didn't have for a little bit that's high school right by then i was bored oh no i yeah i swam I got like, yeah, I was fine. But then I started smoking weed junior year. Nice. Where'd you go and then home? I quit two weeks before senior meet. The, before the end of the season. Because wow. I missed one practice to go to Oprah. But like, how are you not going to go to Oprah? Hold on a second. What? <laughs> so for some reason, my sister's husband wrote to Oprah being like, my we love Susan Sarandon. I don't know. So okay. we got tickets to see the movie point. Shall We Dance. Um, it's J Lo, Richard Gere, and Susan oh, yeah, Sarandon. Yeah. And they, so yeah. we got like snacks at the movies. We got to the, go to the movies, a box lunch, and then you get to the Oprah show where she interviews them all. And so I didn't get back to practice. And the next day, he's like, "Well, like you should have been here." And I was like, "I try." I mean, what? Because you, you said you try, me. and I said, "Did you want me to take a private jet? Like it's fuck, you know, it's Oprah. it's Oprah." I tried, and he was like, "You know what? I'm sick of your attitude, and everyone's sick of your attitude." And I was, <laughs> I was just like, "I'm sick of you. I'm out of here." And then I was like. Fuck. Like I've worked so hard for four years and then I miss the senior meet celebration. Like, fuck. But it's Oprah. Yeah. Like that was exciting. It was huge. I mean, I fuck you, him. Were they all there? Because there's people that miss practice because their boyfriend went to college. Like lots of bullshit. Yeah. I worked so hard. I, I also swam all year round, but I was like a bitch, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely had like screaming I fights like on the pool deck for sure with people. With the, with the people or with the coach? Um, with uh, Lindsay, my friend. Um, uh, who else did I scream with? I mean, I had but problems like, in swim meets. Oh, okay. That's or like fun. if someone t- touched my foot in practice, I'd lose it. I'd be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Like, because it means that like I'm going slow, but I didn't know how to handle that. So I would be like, oh, so you, you didn't react. wait fucking five seconds, you know? But right. It's like, you give me a fucking chance. Yeah. I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we, but then, the, then they make you, if you yell or do something, like yeah. Monica, the cheerlady. Is, I don't even know her, but I can't wait to. Oh, meet Monica! Her. So w- one of the things if if someone drops, like if you drop someone, everyone does fifty push-ups. Yeah, see, I had a, a softball coach like that. If one person made, but a all, of, but that, I mean, the injuries they have is unfair. Um, but <laughs> it's just like, well, because someone the but mats it's their flat. Life. Yeah, 
But it's like, give them a softer mat. My friend was saying this today, like, because it's not, it's built to be injured. I mean, these people are Like, falling. it's built to fail. One girl had seven concussions. Makes her a little more aware. But, <laughs> but they're up. incredible. But they all, I don't know. But, you know, like, back in the day when the coach was like, no one gets water. And then people started fucking dying. It's like, we let these dumb meathead men decide the rules of toughness. <laughs> and yeah, then yeah, children yeah. die. It's yeah. like... You should be able to drink water when you want. Like, people are so stupid. But also, yeah. There needs to be discipline, but hydration is not the end. Like, (laughs) yeah, I remember, like, they were like, he was playing football and it was overheated and then he died. I'm like, "Mm, there's got to be something else. I've been for years. My sister used to make us swim in sweatsuits. I should have been dead years ago. No, okay, fine. Then, but like, then the coach should be smarter if someone had a heart condition or something. Right. But and That's, if you there's don't, something else going on. Then be smarter. But like, hey, he can't do the push ups, so make that guy do it. <laughs> Put it on him. Well, because I remember one time in football practice, one dude asked to drink water, and then we all had to like run suicides as he drank yeah. water. And it's like. <laughs> What are you guys doing? But I guess that's what excellence is. That's true. And that's is that how you treat your stand up? Um Do you discipline yourself? No, I mean I like to go up every night. So for me, me like for maybe other people it's like you work very hard and it's like, okay, but I prefer to go up every night. And some uh, some people think that's no, oh, I, I think it's amazing. That's what I like. To do. But I, I know when on, I first I feel crazy. But when I first started it was like I'm missing stuff, but I'm very good about like I didn't perform on Super Bowl night, but I did on Christmas. Like it depends, but I like yeah. to take days Treat off yourself. when I want to. When, so now you went to New York and you're doing all these spots. What was the first club that like gave you love? I got lucky. I feel like I was performing at like I think Caroline's because I did before I lived there. I did Comedy Central's comics to watch in like 2012 or something for the new york comedy festival oh cool and so caroline's ever since then was always nice to me oh okay that's a competition they have there yeah okay it wasn't a competition it's just well, andrew whatever, santino like did it with me that year we had a good it's great yeah. year who i'm trying to remember who else kate berlant um phil hanley who else was there it was a fun group i think but i do remember santino was there and Chris Stefano. Okay, he's really funny. I've he never is. met him, but he's really funny. I know his work. Yeah, he's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but so Caroline's was always nice, and then I performed sometimes at the stand. But getting past to the comedy cellar, so I filmed my Comedy Central half hour and got passed to the comedy cellar the same week, and that's when I quit my day job. Oh, nice. Yeah. Wait, so you had a day job up until you filmed your first half hour for Comedy Central? Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. What was your day job? <laughs> um, uh, for years, and I did the, the with. I was with this company in Chicago. It was called. Um, I shouldn't say it, but I was a backup nanny with a service. Okay. So okay. that was the job. So if it was like Martin Luther King Day or spring break, or a kid was too sick for daycare, or a Jewish holiday, or a parent was traveling, sure. I would just come in. And a lot of uh, companies pay for their employers backup care. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So I did a lot of Columbia University. I mean, New York was the best because the house, like, you, I, so I, many. Perf- I was, I performed. I babysat at like one right on the park. Like when we went to the park, we went to Central Park. It was like a three bedroom on 57th by Carnegie Hall. It was wow. insane. Yeah. Like I loved seeing the New York apartments. So yeah. So you're in there like one day I'm going to get past this one sink that I have to <laughs> hop over to take a leak <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the night. Yeah. And then you'd go to Brooklyn with some poor family and you're like, this sucks. But right. Chicago had, I guess, cool houses, but not really. But I like seeing how people live. 
Yeah, of I've course. I babysat probably over 100 families. <clears throat> That's so cool. So I like going through their fridges, seeing what <sighs> rules matter, what don't. Like, mm-hmm. I love analyzing everyone's parents' print parental styles because did you have good family upbringing wild yeah okay it was but you know no matter what or how your parent whatever happens affects you absolutely and so like even though i'm grateful to my family so much but like i've been in therapy in the past years and there are certain behaviors or patterns that i have absolutely we all have that suddenly i'm like kind of mad at my dad but like yeah they were great you know what i mean (laughs) isn't that funny sometimes like you'll realize something like fuck i got that from my mom mm-hmm. god damn it she does that you know but now i'll like call her and be like mom i was in therapy she's like don't start with that <laughs> shit you know and then my dad too get the hell out well, of no, here well no my mom that. was like so what so what are you talking about blah, blah, blah. and like, yeah, what what's are you wrong telling him so i just said i go well you know we never said i'm sorry in this house and she goes, well, that, yeah, that's not a Russian thing. I go, yeah, so most of the world, that causes problems when you don't know how to admit that you're wrong and apologize. Yeah, maybe if we grew up in Russia, I'd know that. Yeah. But we're here now. So. Yeah, and so like roommates are mad or your friend, or like you can't give the silent treatment to people. It's like these behaviors <laughs> where it's like, hey, you can't just yell and react like you can't do that and you have to admit when you're wrong and you can't get defense like people aren't insulting your character just because they ask you to do something like my you know and then you start noticing these things so it's like they didn't do anything bad but like i don't want to do that i don't want to right you don't want to push that i don't want to have the same fights with people i don't want to not solve problems and like fight with my hopeful partner about the thermostat every day forever or like just do weird things to so each other. Old school. Like, so great. We were driving to Thanksgiving. My sister lives a few blocks away, but we were driving and my we have to sit in the back seat because my dad's a hoarder in the front seat's like his office with papers. So we're I not allowed in the front already. seat. Okay. <laughs> no, you'll love him. He didn't find out he was having a stroke until he called the Russian radio doctor while he was driving. It was like, something's up. And they're like, you need to go to a hospital. And he's like a Soviet. He was That's born in 1938. Yeah. Strong. Yeah, he once like cracked his head open, refused to go to the hospital. He's like a nutcase. But those things are so that's something that's not good. You know, like I have yeah. insurance. I'm like, Mom, I can't wait to go to all these doctors. And she's like, Oh God forbid, don't go. And I'm like, No, like this is great. I get to like check stuff <laughs> out. This is good. We need to check yeah. some shit out, make sure shit's working. Like some things just aren't correct. It's just like that's what they did. And but all of a sudden all, you have to realize. Uh, oh, but old, so we're driving mentality. to Thanksgiving. Yeah. And my mom's getting into the seat and my dad like tries to close the door to be a gentleman, but it hits her. And then he does it again. And I go, because he doesn't notice what. So then he gets in the car and I just say, hey, you hit the door. You hit her. Don't do that. And he goes, oh, you're just trying to ruin Thanksgiving, aren't you? You're starting. I go, no, I'm not starting anything. I'm just saying what happened was you hit her. Maybe next. And he was like, I don't care how hard you try to ruin Thanksgiving. It's not going to work. And I'm like, no one's trying to ruin your mood. And so that was like a real click moment this Thanksgiving of like, ugh, this sucks. But they also are trying their best from what they came from. Exactly. Know? And that's a, like um, this comic, another good friend, Paul Mooney, yes. one of my favorite people on the planet. He always said that we're the change. Like you're the change. Like they came from that yeah. and they live that way. You can't change them. That's okay. That's who they are. And they're fine that way. They're not hurting anybody. They're not hurting each other. And then, but you are the change. So mm-hmm. now that you're, whoever you bring into this world, they don't do that to one. I don't want to have children. And you're but not to me my sister has three kids, and I'm so proud of her and her husband the way that they They're raise good. the kids. Oh, I love that. Like they communicate. There's open communication constantly. There's just support. I don't know. I've been watching these home movies. I'm like working on this PowerPoint project, <laughs> and I am just. It was. Tr- it was 
I didn't realize how harsh my dad spoke to me. And then I'm watching oh, these home videos and I'm like, you're used to it. Oh, fuck. Like, this is probably why I was so mean to people. <laughs> you know, just, but I never realized it until watching these videos. Yeah. I think I was lucky to learn at a young age that, like, oh, yeah, that guy's crazy. Uh, I didn't know. I don't know if you know Jordan Carlos, but um, he's a comic and we were chatting. And this was just this past year. I was like, it's weird when you realize your parents are like n- dumb or like not. And he goes, you just realized that. And I was like, <laughs> I guess it's nice. I had a pretty long stretch. I didn't realize right. my parents were like, uh, well, my, I didn't realize there were issues until recently. It's just you and your sister? I have a half brother, too. Oh, okay. Who's like 26 years older than me. Oh, okay. So cool. it's like my sister and I are like we lived. I never lived with my brother. Right. Yeah. There's 10 of us. Whoa. So they would tell me on repeat, like, yeah, he's an asshole. And, uh, he's oh. an idiot. You know, so it's like, I guess that helps. But my sister had such, she's 10 years older. So when we moved to America, I was like a young kid, but she was 12, 13, and she just had a different life, harder life. And you moved from Russia. Yeah. That's amazing. Do your parents hate that you do stand up? No. They love it? Yeah. My mom, early on, she said, um, every year there's progress. So how can we be mad? And that okay. was really sweet. And then also and smart. Like that's I have old say parents, your parents are so dumb that's, because that's smart. They are. But the thing is, my parents grew up during Stalin and they just like don't understand that. Tr- like what's happening with Trump. And I'm like, no, like I keep wanting to do a joke about like, no wonder all your family got killed in the Holocaust. Like, how are you not suspicious? You lived through this. And yet you are so dumb still listening to Russian radio and Russian television. <laughs> it's like embarrassing, right? Like, that's where I mean the dumbness of like, what are you doing? No, the, but maybe they're excited that they're getting the country back. And <laughs> maybe this one, that's true. Maybe they're just like, oh, fuck, this guy's on our side. He reminds me of Joey. Oh, <laughs> like, my God. Just... It's just, yeah, my dad, like this weird masculine bullshit. But, but that's all. No, but they do have perspective because they're old. You know, my yeah. parents also said, like, we didn't want to tell you what to do because then you'd resent us forever. So we had to let you kind of do what you wanted. Which is amazing. Yeah. So now you're in. Oh, but because. Oh, so okay. I used to get arrested all the time and I was like a bad amazing. girl. So when I found stand up, they were ecstatic because they knew where I was every night. I was at an open <laughs> mic. I was doing homework in the back of open mics. And so like they yeah once i did stand up i actually became a better chiller person like i had purpose you you were also venting like i always tell people stand up to me like i'm venting i'm getting it out Mm -hmm. like if i don't it's like a new way i found the workout thing to calm me down yeah because of rage what kind of workout do you do whatever whatever i feel like that's it like if i feel like running i'll run if i feel like walking i walk nothing like you're not doing classes or anything if I can listen to somebody, but if I'm too angry, I'm not able to focus on Got somebody it. else. Nobody can tell me what to do. I'll snap somebody's neck. I have a problem. Okay. So I, I just, I'll go like do the stairs in Santa Monica or run or rollerblade. Ooh, which I love rollerblading. Yeah, I always go to Santa Monica and just go to the trail wow. and then go to this little cafe and sit and write and stuff. But it, it'll calm me down. But the stand up helps even more because i get it out sometimes i bomb because of it because i can't get my thoughts together but i'm like oh and you know what else you know (laughs) and you're like oh yeah i got that out i got that out because i don't go to therapy i just tease my family that i do you do irish now i'm too irish that's so i'm just so grateful to sherry i just like well so i went through a bad breakup like a couple years ago and that ruined me and so then I went to therapy and then recently I was at a party and I ran into my ex's newest ex and she was a mess 
And I, it was like me seeing me two years ago. Like I got to see physical evidence of growth. Like yeah. I got to see a woman on the verge of heartbreak, just like losing her mind. That's and amazing. I was like, oh, that was me. Oh, yeah. And like, so I got to see fun. my growth and everything I've like discovered and the th- better steps I've made. And I'm just like so happy with the positive changes yeah, I've yeah, made. Yeah. I'm just like oh. fucking so thrilled for Cher. I'm like so grateful to her. That's amazing. Yeah. When, it is funny. Not funny, but like when you, you see somebody that's going through it, you're like, oh, man, you're going to be all right. Here's <laughs> our, here's the process. Well, no, I was just reminiscing with friends because uh, my friend ran a show and she was like, oh, I remember you showed up that night. And I guess I was mean. And I yelled at the photographer from the stage. And I was like, no one needs your fucking picture. I don't remember this fully. But I was in pajamas and Ugg boots and like a messy bun amazing. and just like yelling at the photographer. <laughs> And just mean to everyone, and I left. And she was like, "Yeah, you were not nice." And then I, w- and then my friend Clark was like, "Oh yeah, I was in the back. I remember laughing." I would have that would that's what would have been I would have been doing like hysterically laughing, knowing someone's going through a meltdown and not being able to help you. So my nerves would take over, and I would just laugh uncontrollably. Well, you know, people say comedians are crazy or like crazier Mental. than others. Sure, sure. I feel like everyone's as crazy as we are. We are just kind of lucky that we get to be ourselves all the time and talk about mm-hmm. these things like teachers might not be able to be as open with each other or and it takes at a longer bank. to process it yeah maybe that they too. can't they can't talk about but it the like, way we do my friend's dad died and i ran a show in chicago and that week he's like i need to do a spot can i do a spot and so like you're a part of these everyone's like, life or oh. like fresh from breakups and divorces and mm-hmm. deaths and we kind of see each and then we're performing every night because that's what we like yeah and you just get you see not get to but like we do get very vulnerable with each other absolutely and and we don't know how no we don't have another way to get it out so like sometimes sometimes some people are better at it than others but i've noticed all the comics i know pretty much if they don't go up on stage or if they it doesn't come out right like they can't process it. Properly. Yeah, for I don't have herpes, but it was just like razor burn. But when I thought I was gonna have herpes, <laughs> I like always think I have herpes. <laughs> but um, but that's why I get that waxed to ourselves <laughs> because it's like you go on the internet. I I was in Edinburgh this year and I was convinced I had diabetes, and I went to the doctor there, and they're like, "Why did you go now?" And I was like, "I was just on the internet at night. I was just like peeing too much, and I was like, like- I have diabetes." Oh, no. Because I was like, I'm peeing all the time. I eat poorly. I'm sitting around for years. Like, I have diabetes. I deserve it. And then I didn't. I was just dehydrated. Do your parents have a... (laughs) No. Okay. Both my parents are diabetic. Oh. So I get nervous. And like five years ago, I was borderline. Not borderline. My my levels were really high. And she was like, we need to check your sugar. So I had to stop drinking Coke soda. It was bad. Do you drink diet soda? Or no, just... I would never drink diet. I'd rather die. Oh, okay. Yeah. If we don't have all of it, I have nothing. So have you tried like a Coke Zero? No. No, you don't want to. No, it's, it's Coke or nothing. So you just don't do it anymore? Yeah, I just won't do soda. But I cut the sugar down, but it was so bad that I had a lump on the back of my tongue. Whoa. You're a little bit of a hypochondriac and I like it. Because <laughs> now you're like, do I have one? <laughs> <laughs> you saw my I... You took it in like. What? Well, because I thought you meant on that. I didn't mean that. I didn't know you were going to say back. Because I used to have goiters. I have a thyroid problem. <laughs> okay. I so I had all these sort of surgeries as a kid. But when you started talking about bumps, I was like, I do have diabetes. Yeah. Okay. Because a girl was doing my makeup and she goes, What is this? This is a bump. And I go, Whoa. Oh, that's my Adam's apple. How dare you? I'm transitioning. Like, fucking with her. And then she was like, No, stop being a dick. 
it's it's a real bump and it was right here so i went i got an ultrasound they said literally it was like sugar just balled up like didn't know where to go because i would if i could have candy and cakes and cookies and coke soda that's all i would eat so do you treat yourself sometimes or you just there's no candy no i still treat myself all the time i'm really bad so positive i'm gonna be just with my parents taking a shot (laughs) <laughs> my mom just tests every day she's borderline my dad had to take the shots and then his wife uh you know helped him with his diet and cook for him and everything so he lost a lot of weight and he reverted it that's the good thing about diabetes when it gets kind of icky you'll feel it and you can fix it wow. it's not great to get there but no you can how still does, oh live God, with it get here oh the herpes thing Oh, by the way, herpes, everybody thinks they have herpes. (laughs) One of my waitresses had herpes. Uh, Then another girl was like, I have herpes. And I'm like, oh, my God, I have herpes. Like from the fucking machine, like (laughs) us all punching in at the same time. I just feel like my dating life is hard enough. Like I can't add herpes to the mix. But when I first thought I had it, my initial thought was like, fuck I'm gonna talk about on stage but I don't want anyone to know like what am I gonna do (laughs) and it was this big conflicting thing where it's like I hate that I'm not gonna be honest on stage and then I was glad I didn't have it yeah well by the way the one girl who started the whole epidemic she didn't have it she didn't have it (laughs) I was like bitch I went and I paid $325 because I didn't have insurance to get all these tests done and they were like when was the last time you had sex and I was like Oh, like a year ago? <laughs> what? But you know, there are a lot of comics, maybe in New York. I don't know. I mean, they are in New York. I don't know if LA is different, but I can name four right now that have herpes material oh, no, about their herpes. Yeah, but there's and a I'm lot like of impressed filth. with that. There's a lot of filth in our uh, business here because we just, we wind up on the road with each other and we wind up just doing crazy things and yeah. then spreading it to one another, which kind of sucks. So, well, okay, let's go back to stand up. Cause you, so you're in New York, you're doing all these spots, you got past at the cellar. Yeah. Uh, what year was your half hour? I think 2015. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I know the degenerates, yeah. which I loved. Thanks. That was amazing. That was fun. Um, but yeah, I didn't see the half hour, but I'll look it up. I mean, no cool. one's, I mean, that's like uh, but, old no, school, but, but that was fun. Comedy Central, which um, for, it's great yeah. and we love it. We all want to, of course, yeah. never turn it down, but it, it, it doesn't go as big as it used to. It sucks because everything's so oversaturated. Yeah. You can watch comedy anywhere. Well, I know like a lot of people my age are all, I didn't have cable, but everyone watched Comedy Central half hours and presents all the time. Like, yeah. And I think a lot of people's memories was like stand up all the time. Yeah. It's just not. The it's like Friday night yeah. or Saturday night. And then. The app's weird. That's awesome, though. And then, okay, so then you're in New York. What made you move to Los Angeles? It just um okay. Honestly, last year I got cast in a pilot, okay. and the experience was so great that I was like, this is where the money's at. I was like, this is where it is. Like, I yeah. was I was a sitcom. It was I was number six on the call sheet, so I was a kooky best friend outside the family, so it's like okay. a dream, you know? Yeah. You go in, you say your funny lines, and then you're out. I got to wear sweatsuits. I mean, I had a scene with a dog. You get treated great. People are bringing you breakfast. I, yeah. They got me... I got to live in a hotel for a month. They got me a car. It was just like... This is great. I was driving. I felt rich. I looked at the mountains and the palm trees, and I was like, you do fuck. Yes, like I need to be here. This is where the work's at. And then my apartment this past year in New York was 
horrific. Carbon monoxide poisoning, squatters in the basement, mold and leaks, raccoons in the roof, like truly gas leaks upstairs, um, like real problems. And my lease was done in July and I was going to Edinburgh in August. So I actually didn't have an apartment from July to December. And I was fully on the road and like did a UK Euro tour and just traveled, went to friends' bachelor parties and weddings and lived it up and then came here. So just felt right. Yeah. And then all a lot of my Timing. best friends, there's a tweet I saw, I forgot who did it, but it said people from Chicago moved to other cities to hang out with people from Chicago. <laughs> and that's what happened. I We all went to New York and then we're all here. Only one of my like best friends is in New York, but everyone else is here. So the people that I started with a decade ago are all here. Yeah. And a lot of them have babies now. And like, it's like oh, so, no, I love it. Oh, you do? Well, the social life is great because it's like a one-year-old birthday party or two, and there are cool parties. You know, there's okay. tacos. Yeah. Our like, friend's oh, is- son turned two and we were all at a bar. They rented out a bar in the day. So it's all these kids at the bar. It's, yeah. It's cute. Um, no, I like it. I Christmas is better. Like for some reason when there's oh, children around, crazy. it's like so sweet. And I have these fantasies of like my friends, kids when they're older being like, oh, those are my, fr- my parents' friends. They're weirdos. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they won't stop coming. Now, are all your friends comics or just improv? Most or of most, them. Okay. Most of them are standups and then their spouses are my friends. So their spouses usually have other jobs. Yeah, of course. But uh, Chicago is such a huge improv yeah, uh, but once town. if your improv to me was like good job, and then the stand up was like <laughs> what I wanted. It was people drinking yeah. whiskey and a little rougher, a little rougher, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, um, I didn't. I didn't want the other thing. Yeah. Oh, got it. And so when you came out here, what was your showcase like here, or did you even have to showcase? No, I did. So I met Adam like a few years ago at the. He was at the cellar, and he saw me have a good set, but he straight up was like. I can't pass you unless you live in like it's in not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but let me know when you're in town. So then, whenever I visited, I would do the Monday night. Mm-hmm. He would give me, um, you know, a spot like or a friends and family, yeah, kind of ten minute or yeah. And I think it was just five. I didn't, yeah, oh, was it five? And, okay. But then he would put me. I would do Fucking shows Adam, in the belly huh? room. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so for a few years, four years or whatever, anytime I'd visit, I would just Development message him spots. and do that. Yeah. And then when I was in town for that pilot for an extended period, he was like, "Come this Monday, we'll see what happens." And then he passed me. Yeah. And then I did jump up and down, which was embarrassing, and a friend saw it. I was just like so pumped. <laughs> Wait, you jumped up and down? Yeah. I was outside really or no in the hallway <laughs> in the hallway <laughs> i was just so happy i was like so excited i don't think i would have i would be enjoying living here if it wasn't for here oh i like that i like yeah. here because that's what i'm saying like a lot of places have their favorite club like a lot of people go to cities like you go to new york you yeah. everybody wants to be a part of the stand or the cellar yeah. or something you know that's their in and then here it's like the improv and the store, sometimes the Laugh Factory, some people don't really care. But like those are the, like the big three, yeah. technically, in Hollywood. So had you heard shit about the comedy store where you're like, it's hard to get in or it's fucking... No, it wasn't about stories, but when you're not someone that's a regular here, no... Like, yeah. I mean, it's like that in the cellar. Like, the door guys are not nice. And so it is funny when the switch happens. So at first, when you're just doing belly room spots, you're like, oh, my God, no one care. Like, you'd be like, I'm a comic. They're like, ID. And you're like, oh, okay. Like, the rule, I don't know. You just, you do feel like you don't belong. (laughs) You know, you're like, oh. And then once you were past, you're like, oh, this is the best ever. You know, it is a quick switch. giant switch. Yeah, from being treated special to not. And so, like, um... I don't think I heard stories, but I was like, that place sucks. Everyone's mean. And then the moment you're in, you're Were like, this is the best thing ever. Yeah, but I don't mind it. Like, I like a little hazing. 
I kind of like that. I don't too. mind it. But we, uh, there was a comic uh, from New York that I got on a show. Uh, uh, he's terrific, and I was like, "Yeah, just go." And I, I wasn't in town, so and neither was the girl that runs the Belly Room show on Saturday nights. So I was like, "Just go, and you're fine." And she gave him a spot, and every fucking door guy on the way to the Belly Room <laughs> was so mean to him <laughs> that he was like, "Shut!" He's like, "What the fuck <laughs> is this place?" Yeah, and he's a terrific comic it's Matteo Lane oh that's one of my best friends did you know that <laughs> yeah, no oh yeah no. we, we knew each other back in the day but I was like I don't, so I came he was back. at my cousin's wedding that wedding I went to in New York oh yeah he's yeah. a Chicago guy yeah I'm obsessed with him he's amazing I flipped out on these two. I go listen you'll fucking I'll bury you in the fucking street you I love that it was like Matteo yeah Matteo's also a sensitive boy like he probably he, did yeah. yeah but at the same time it's like he's a seller guy and he if, if people he's so good at what he does and he's the, so the focused. reason it's that different is the seller it's like your pastor you're not like no one's really performing or hanging out unless you're on the line you know what i mean exactly and no and so here there is just like other shows and belly room and so like you have tons of people so you know you got to make sure no one crazy's walking in but i don't mind yeah. hazing i yeah, don't yeah. mind having the kind of well adam hard. really liked him so that was good i good. was like thank god cuz <laughs> how can I, you not he's like funny he's and so in the moment and quick funny. and like sweet and um talent yeah. yeah he's like a pleasure to be around and he speaks like five languages yeah this fucking weirdo um who does that no i'm just kidding yeah but- and he's in shape and <laughs> um but also love also like makes amazing desserts and pastas like yeah. an amazing cook and he was making good um, friend some kind of pie a couple months ago when i was yeah. in a, when i was in new york and he's like are you gonna be here i'm like i'm good i'm not gonna eat the pie i'm good like i just because i'm so nervous in the cellar because i'm not a regular yeah so it is a difference when you go but i'm friendly with people that happen to work there and i was doing uh, a show with keith um in the fat black yeah and so which was great and but you know then we went walked over there and i'm like i just don't feel like i belong (laughs) like and i i don't want to be disrespectful i'm so I hold it in such high regard. Yeah, no, sometimes you'll see period. someone at the table and you're like, oh, yeah, that's like, so confident and they should, they're should they not passing. And I'm like, I'm like how do you have that in you? I would feel, I, I don't know, I, would, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, <laughs> I, re- I remember when Dice went there to perform and he was like, just go in here. And I'm like, no, I'm just going to stay right here. I'm not going to bother anybody. I'm not going to make fucking eye contact. Like, I'll yeah. figure it out. I'll, I'll, I'll get in. I'm but I remember worried. getting passed and I went to the table and it was Norton, Bobby Kelly, and Keith and I got made fun of immediately and it felt like okay cool yeah I felt really (laughs) like oh okay they like me enough to be mean um and it felt great yeah that's how I grew up like roasted getting roasted from the time I came out and so I when people do that I'm like oh home like that's family yeah like to be mean to someone and when it's like you work so hard to belong in a place or like because when you said like did you hear stories about the store good or bad but like Everyone wants to be here in a way. Yeah. So everyone like yeah, so it the puts stories. A, it puts were, a pressure. Yeah. Like also when I moved, everyone was like, "Congrats!" Everyone was very excited for me. But now the improv, did you have to showcase for them, or did your manager just call and they put you on? Well, because I would visit, so I would do spots there. So yeah, um, I love Rita. I love everybody over there. Yeah, I'm going to be there Saturday, and it's an eight minute walk from my place. So I'm like thrilled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the late night chicken fingers are good. (laughs) 
<laughs> One time I was doing a show with Ari there. He's like, I'm only having a show because there's good chicken fingers. And I go, that's hilarious. The like, chicken fingers are great. <laughs> but it was like when I first started, and I was like, it's okay that you do a show at the improv. Like, do you think I'm going to be oh, like ow. that you're doing a show at the improv? I'm not going to shit on it. I love I love comedy. And know? what they don't have in New York that they have here so much is the marquees. And I love the names oh, yeah, on the marquee. That's fun. Oh, yeah. Even the Laugh Factory, the, the digital. And oh, the cool. improv now has a digital. Oh, see, they have the little, by the lab, they have like just your name. The slats. Yeah, yeah see, I love here, it. I've been on the slats a couple times and I'm like. <laughs> it's exce- Well, what's wild is I was talking to someone that's been here for like two decades or something. And I was like, wow, they really know how to make you feel special. And he was like, that's crazy. We have different experiences here. But I feel like. He's like, I've never been on that fucking marquee. No, yeah, but like it felt like I just feel like there was celebrate like they made a post on instagram or twitter and like the yes. names on the things like they kind of treat it like a celebration and it's but, but, nice well, and it is and because now it's um with the social media it is exciting that you can announce like hey this is a big deal you know yeah so-and-so is part of the comedy or when they put up the lineups like people that i've known for a long time are like holy shit you know everyone's yeah. excited like, oh. no but not being here would have la would be really depressing it, harder yeah maybe harder right. it would have yeah. been hard like being able to do spots here is nice yeah and, and the there's cool so room many in the rooms back. Yeah. so you can hang out in the back there's just they have changed it and made it so comfortable yeah. that you can do it i feel like but it, it used to be no no <laughs> um it was always a fun hang but it yeah. was more of a dark hang like because uh-huh. the owner unfortunately her health was declining like toward the late 90s early 2000s and so she was like when I first started, she would drive in and you, everybody would be like, background action. And we just, everybody would just move. Like, because she was nutty. She would walk through and fire everybody. Like, she was great, but crazy. And so um, she, when she was getting sicker, we knew when she was coming in versus when she wasn't. So you can get away with a lot. There was no one watching. And it was literally the inmates were running the asylum. <laughs> like, you're looking for a manager and he's banging one of the waitresses in the light booth. And you're like, wait. What's happening? I need change. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. I don't mean change like in this environment. I need literal, like, <laughs> I, I can't give my customer change. Because <laughs> someone's fucking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's like weird. It was like that. And One then, of like, my first, cel- what, like, first few months, I caught two people double teaming a girl in a booth. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So we just, they would do it here and now they lock the doors so everybody gets mad. They like, lock wait, the door what? where if they're fucking? No, if the main room is closed, uh-huh. they clean it up. Okay. And they lock the door. Oh, is that where people were be- banging? Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, everywhere. In that, like green room or everywhere? Just everywhere. One night we were here <laughs> so late, literally till like four or five in the morning. Just, uh, I had all the codes. Sorry, Mitz. I had all the codes. So I would open for like beer and shit. And so we just keep the coolers open. The managers would leave. I'd be like, I'll set the alarm, you know? <laughs> And That's they would amazing. leave. And so we had this whole building. And I'd be like, I'd go to turn something off in the original room. And I saw uh, my manager and one of my waitresses having sex on the stage. And I'm like, fuck, dude, the window. Like, it's right there. Like, did you say, did they, did you, did no, they I see just, you catch them? Yes. But and then afterwards, she was all embarrassed because she's like, are you going to fire me? I'm like, why would I fire you? Can he give you a raise? Here's the thing. <laughs> he needs to be happier. So I'm proud of you for like, no, I didn't care about that, but they were doing it in front of the window. You can't yeah. have a sex act in the window on sunset. I was a bad you girl. Over a little bit. I was a receptionist at hair salons before my babysitting days. And 
there were, I worked at a really hip one in my late teens, early 20s, and mm-hmm. I had the keys. And I definitely would take money from the safe. I got my nipple piercer. I'd go out and then, like, pay it back. But wow. I would have keys, and we would pregame in there. It was, by, it was right next door to the Vic. And so I would like bring friends to pregame before we would go to a concert (laughs) and (laughs) we would just go nuts. Yeah. I mean, we got. I love it. Yeah. Having keys is like. Keys and codes are the (laughs) best, dude. But like, is no one trustworthy? Damn. No, we're not. We're really not. Especially in this building because it brought out all the, you know, everybody's fucked up and you're like, I need alcohol and who's drunk with their dick in a cup? Like weird shit. Like, it would be all night. Some people would do coke, you know. Yeah, coke's not for me. Coke's not for me. I never even smoked weed. So I'm, like, real fucked up. But I have no problem being around, like, horrendous shit going down. Like, Paulie, his birthday is February 1st. And every year he would close. Not close, but, like, close a part of the store off to have a party. So the OR always happened. That never not happened. But the main room, he'd close it off. And the belly room would be, like, a VIP or something. And, I mean, he had House of Pain here fucking one night. And Mickey Rourke was, like, snorting shit up. And I'm just walking by, like, yeah, it's fine. Can I get you guys anywhere to drink? Is there anything? You know, I'm, like, cutting through fucking weed and coke. And I'm, like... You know, I, I probably got contact high, but I never, I never would be like, this is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> I was like, this is fucking awesome. That's House of Pain. I mean, I can't feel my feet, but this is great. Is this that is... what they say? No, I'm saying I, oh. I was so hot. Like, I think I had like a secondary, whatever, contact high. Hopefully. Because, yeah, because I was just like, oh, my feet. I remember taking my shirt off. And just walking out, being like, all right, everybody close. And they're like, where's your top? And I'm like, I don't. No, someone drugged really you. Know. You don't get contact. Or did you just want to take your shirt It was a lot off? of weed. Okay. It was in the, in the you know, the green room in the main room? Yeah. Okay. Why Imagine isn't there all a door up. leaving from there? There is. Behind the bar. There's a door that goes where? And it would go around the back of the building, but they cemented it. They oh, okay. It That's like my lead. I wish there was a, a door from there. That's my one complaint. Oh, I'll show I wish you. there was a secret way to go there so you didn't have to go through the showroom. Oh, I see what you're saying. But you can just go around the front of the building, come in the side door. Can you? Mm-hmm. Interesting. I was told you can't do that. Told you can't do that. (laughs) Probably someone I asked. Who knows? They could pull pranks on me if they need. Piece of shit. I told you guys (laughs) to leave them alone. All right. No. Yeah, it's true. I mean, there's all different ways to go in because we take celebrities in certain ways. Wait, do you watch BoJack Horseman? No, I haven't. But my I have a friend that tortures me about this show. It's an amazing show. But is this Nick Kroll show? No, that's Big Mouth, which is Shit. also incredible. Sorry, Nick. Yeah. No, they're both great animated series, and both. I mean, they're different. Um, but BoJack is like about a stand-up who became a sitcom star who became an. Yeah, like a depressed alcoholic piece of shit. Um, so comedy, sing- yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the journey—it's just like perfect. Amy Sedaris is a pink cat who's his agent, and it's I just about her. the biz. Like yeah, I honestly yeah. don't know how other people watch it. It's like so inside. I feel, but the store is in it. But it's called the Laugh Shack, and it's red, but it has signatures. Wasn't there and- a thing with like Brody's headshot and Gary Shanley or something like that? I don't know my. My friend, yeah, my friend Freddie that passed away, his wife uh-huh. was also a very good friend of mine, and she we're still obviously friends, and she watches it on repeat. She's obsessed with it. Bojack or Big Mouth? Bojack. Okay. And she's like, "Did you see this week's?" And I'm like, "I don't know how many times I have to tell you <laughs> that I haven't watched it yet." 
<laughs> but when her husband died, she, her memory like went like she got fucked up. Wow. Yeah, so she has this like There's no... an Apatow. They make fun of Apatow in like the third season or second season. But I, I don't remember a Shanling one. No, they didn't make fun of Shanling. I think it but was just like headshots. Bringing them in like the hallway headshots, maybe oh, talking okay. about it or something. Okay. I don't I have to look at. I have to watch it. I've it's never It's really good and they just Did you just say in the third season? Yeah. Fuck, how long's this been on? Oh, six seasons. It just ended <gasps> the final season. Well, it was they did what Sex and the City did where it's six A and B. And so six <laughs> B and like premiered and whatever. The thirty first it all came out. That's amazing. I've seen a couple of Sex and the Cities. That's my favorite. Is it? Yeah. It's very New York. Yeah, I've seen the movie. I've seen it. I've uh hosted a Sex and the City trivia and I, I know insane things and um I love it. I remember uh, a girl used to come here and she'd, her shirt would say, I'm a Samantha. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. I do jokes about those shirts. Oh, really? Yeah. And I was like, what is that? And they're like, you don't watch Sex in the City? I'm like, no. It was huge for me and I continue to watch it to this day over Every and once over. in a while if it's on re- reruns, I'll yeah. put it on and it puts me right but to sleep. But what sucks about the E ones, um, commercials. not even, they take the fucking out. They take like That's the close ups of the route. Yeah, they take out all the vulgar, the nudity, the fucking, yeah. Or even like the language. Put yeah. a, you know, dick in her coochie pronto. Like that's I, not going to be on E. My friend John played the big dick guy. The two I know exactly. Yeah, I know exactly. You know, who Eno? Is. Yeah, yeah, because Samantha was at a window shopping and they saw each other on the street. Yeah. Enos is great. He's in a lot of movies. And that's not they refer to him as the male model. And I'm like, why do you have to say male? Like, I see him. He's, I get it. He's a guy. They don't call him male model in it. No, that no, no, no. Different, I'm okay. saying um, our friends. Okay. Like, they're like, oh, here's John. He's a male model. I'm like, I was like, no way. Does he sometimes get confused for a female model? Like, he's giant. He's yeah. a gorgeous big guy. I wonder if his dick is really so big. I'm going to ask. Or if he just had that him? energy. Because even Samantha couldn't fuck him. Like she had to take right. hits of the joint and she was like stretching. Yeah, she couldn't take his dick. I was like, it was a lot of uh, comics got like good little, like Brian Todd Callen. Barry. Todd Brian Barry. Brian Callen was great. Um, yeah, Todd Barry. Todd Barry. Uh, Gaffigan's so in it. Yes. Um, there's more. I mean, who's the fucking like, Charlotte's gay friend? Anthony. Oh yeah, like Marantino? No, that's his name in it. Um, whatever. He's kind of famous. Mario. Oh, Margaret Cho was in it. Margaret Cho. Mario. Oh yeah, Mario Cantone. Yes. Cantone. Yeah. Um, I, in my head, I'm like Mario, Mario. I hear his name. Will Arnett's not a stand-up, but he was in it. So hot, by the way. <laughs> Is he? I love that. He's in type. BoJack. Is he? He's the main. Ca- he's BoJack. His voice. I saw him. Um behind my apartment Whoa. Um, like a year ago and I was like fuck I'm gonna go out there and just hook up with him but then he had his kid with him and I was like ah oh, fuck but like you can't just do that like you can't just be like hey man you're you my type I can't believe that's your type like I don't smarmy. know if he's my type <laughs> like a dick an asshole yeah. <laughs> that's so perfect wild. for me and now I'm just like obsessed with thinking of what other comics were in that show. Yeah, I but, can't think, but I remember like uh, people getting guest star roles because at yeah. the time, like when I was doing the waitressing here, I was still acting. Like I wanted, I came, this is how dumb I am. To show you how goy I am. I am. I moved here and I was like, oh, I'll just do plays in LA. <laughs> I was in Philadelphia yeah. and came to Los Angeles instead to of do New plays, York yeah. to do play. But because New York, like you said, we were paying a thousand dollars and we had a piece of sheetrock separating us yeah. in a, a thing that shouldn't have been. And I mean, I grew up in a tiny space, but that was 
I was like, this is too much. And then I came here and for $950, we had a gorgeous two bedroom, two bath. Yeah. So me and my roommate, Chris, split it and we lived together for the first 12 years I was here. Whoa. So uh, that's nothing. It's also nice to meet someone you can live with for that long. Oh, he's still one of my closest friends. He's like, we never fought. We had one fight after 9-11, but I think everybody did. What did you fight about? Well, it was my brother was getting married and I'm, I have rage issues. I have anger and I was, there was no flight going out. My brother was getting married on September 14th. And the 9-11 happened and then we're watching the new, you know, it's just a horrible things are happening. And I was on the phone and I was cursing and I, and he was like, I don't want to hear that. And he, and he just not like me. You yeah. know what I mean? He grew up in like a suburbs of uh, uh, Massachusetts. And so, and I'm just an inner city foul mouth and I lost it. Like I reverted right back to type. Like, did saying, you get to the wedding or no? I, we were the first flight out of LA. I missed the actual wedding. I made the reception. Wow. And I remember going, if, if one motherfucker gets on this plane, like the anger was so high. I was waiting, praying for it. That's how angry I was that there was somebody on the flight that, you that could I fight. could kill. Like, not fight, kill. Well, you, I don't know if I told you this, but I was on the flight a few weeks ago that was grounded in Albuquerque because there was a guy who yelled and hit a flight attendant. His girlfriend spit on someone. Oh, no, he spit. Oh, um, choked he took out. his pants out, laid down, Were they drunk? screaming. Yes. Or fucked up. Okay, no, once the cops and FBI came to take him away, um, they opened his backpack and there was a giant half drank Jack Daniels. And oh. uh, he could have fucking hit someone with it. I think God they were on forbid. drugs too. They yeah, look yeah, like yeah. Um, rich kids that love music festivals. Okay. okay. That was their vibe. Like a tie dye sweatshirt, just like hi- fake hippie rich kids. So they weren't you know that dangerous in that they would they were gonna fuck up a plane they uh, could, but, but he it could have definitely gotten stupid yeah yeah just he could have gotten i mean if you're already screaming and hitting flight attendants yes yes like yes. what would stop you from that could kill someone no the glass i agree bottle. i agree but i couldn't yeah i couldn't believe we were getting grounded and i felt i slept through most of it which sucks well that's what i was gonna say i, I was so angry i was like i'll fucking kill somebody there was nobody on the flight there was oh, maybe two was other scared. people Everyone oh was frightened. So when I got on the but flight. But they flew with just three of you? Yeah. I, they had to, you know, it's America. We have to, we're still, we're still going to move on. Yeah. And so I was like rageful. And I remember sitting in like the middle seat, like, come on. Like, and nobody's on the flight. So then I was just like, nothing's going to happen. And I passed out and I slept the whole way. Great. Like, I just right across the seat. And I thought, really? If something, like if they waited for you to fall asleep. <laughs> I just think it's weird dead. that you have all these rage issues, but you've never gone to a therapist. I know. I am an epitome of what should be in a therapist chair. Well, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I think everyone should now that I've got to Me experience too, and it, I tell people to do it. But it's just weird, but like how, I'm a walking So you just self-medicated yeah, self, your anger? I don't medicate it. I just figure out what works because I've had friends that go on and off um, pills. Yeah. One being Brody Stevens. And I watched him for years struggle with that. And then obviously to the end of his life. And yeah. it's not... Those pills fuck with you. And then my best friend, Freddie, uh, they kept switching his meds and he was drinking on top of them, which isn't great. And uh, he would get real down. Like one time um, he was performing in Chicago and Sebastian was like, he's like, my parents love Freddie. 
you know, I, I, can I call Freddie for tickets? I'm like, of course, call, you know, get tickets. Because at the time, Freddie was the big honcho. And so he called and Sebastian said that his parents were like, that's not the same guy we saw. Because Freddie was so on these pills and meds helping him cope or whatever that he his it fucked his whole demeanor up yeah and then so he would he'd be sitting on stage and this is the guy who was overly animated that sebastian like looked up to like that's what i want to be that guy you know and um they he called me he's like is freddie okay and i'm like yeah but i'm not seeing him on stage i'm not thinking of that i he's on the road all the time once in a while i'll see him at the back of the store so i I watched him and then he just, it got worse and worse. They kept switching it, switching it. And then he accidentally overdosed. So if you're going to be here, you're going to be here. Yeah. So figure out, like I talk to myself a lot. I'm doing it now, I think. Anyway. (laughs) Hi guys. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like, I do figure out what makes you feel better and what makes you feel worse. Like buying a pair of jeans could fucking fix something in my head. Yeah. Even though I don't have the money to. Well, that's what... Like, things like that. And I talk about everything in my stand-up. It's, like, so annoying. But um, I have spending issues. And I smoke too much weed. But my therapist is like, every time before you buy something, I need you to, like, think how you're feeling and figure it out. Yeah. And, like, I did that today. And what's... Why are you doing... Because last week I was in line at TJ Maxx with a bunch of stuff. <laughs> And I put them on a shelf and I walked out and bought nothing. I've done that a million times. It was so hard. um, But I've really been um, focused. But then I like go nuts. Yesterday I had a thing. I went out to dinner with friends and then they told me they were engaged. I got so excited. And then I paid for dinner secretly. And then it was so much more than I wanted to spend. But it was too late. And I was like a little... um, I've done it a million times. It sucks. And then I forgot that I paid for it. So then he opened it and he was like, oh, they gave us the wrong thing. And I was like, oh, I forgot. I I paid for this. But so I slip sometimes. Yeah. Where I just suddenly am like, wait, why are you doing this? But I I felt so happy in the moment. I like them. I was like happy that they were engaged. But then it it did uh, right after. Did you go crash down? No, because while I was even thinking about doing it, I go, I know this isn't the right thing to do, but like I want to do it. You mean isn't the right thing to do for you? Correct. Got it. But for them, it makes sense. I wanted to to give them something. It's a big deal. I just wanted to celebrate. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. It's better than I think, like, if I bought a bunch of workout pants. You know what I mean? Right. (laughs) Because this is for someone else. You're doing something nice for someone else. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's great. I think you're well adjusted. I'm working on it. I'm just, like, so happy for Sherry. I, like, feel so grateful. I did a FaceTime with her yesterday. My therapist. Oh, that's her name. Yeah, and my friend gave my friend like she she says you do it on Facetime. Well, yeah, she's in New York. I love that. So, um, I like I liked seeing her in person, but this works. No, but that's I'd, great. Yeah, if you get connected with somebody and you feel good, and then you move. She's also you might I don't know how you're gonna react to this. She's also a little hippy dippy. Like we do tarot cards at the end sometimes. Oh, that's fine. There's moon stuff. I have my a spray. Ex used to do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. From um, this woman in Mexico, she gets these sprays and like I. Yeah, so she does that, which I appreciate too. But my friend, Lil Frex, went to her forever, and she was like, yeah. Every time she'd come over, she's like, yeah, you were just hitting your face with the Hitachi. Like, I was just so depressed. (laughs) Jesus Christ. So she knew she had to. But she, what was so sweet about my friend, she goes, no matter how sad you were, you were were always doing spots. And, like, I do like that. No matter, if I didn't leave the house at all, I would still at least do a spot. Same. 
Same. Yeah. I do that sometimes. Like I won't I won't go out all day. So I'm and new I won't here, talk to anybody. But my it's different here. Like I do stuff here. In it, New York. There's more stuff to do outside. You'll you'll go outside. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I do. Like I'm like I can go to the beach. I can, you know, go to the stairs in Santa Monica. I can I'm Well, I also from- don't have a car, so even doing errands, like I walk places. Oh good. It's nice. You don't have a car. No proud of you because i have spending problems so i i do jokes about this that's why i hate when i talk and then i'm like ugh. i hope people don't think i'm doing bits with them but she's doing bits guys it's like i'm so self-conscious about being (laughs) that person um that i think i give too many warnings but i just like never want to be that but i spend so much that i wouldn't i can't even afford a car now but because people see me live my life they uh, people assume i'm richer than i am for sure that's amazing because i live it up I'm not rich at all, and I'm happy about it. But I, I want money. Walk I walk around money. like I, I am. Yeah, I dress for the part I want. <laughs> <laughs> I These just, are two hundred dollars jeans. Fuck yes, <laughs> that I got for forty five dollars. Take that. Where do you deal. go, Lomans? Where are you going? No, it was at Macy's. I okay, think. I just remember. I think these are the ones that I just remember getting them and being like, oh, they were. 200 now they're 45 my sister so everyone in my family is a hoarder spending in different ways uh but my sister loves sales and so after prom and wedding season she would go and buy all these gowns for 75 percent off so Mm. then we would always just have gowns in the house for any event like i always had a gown (laughs) no matter what and she yeah she'd buy these hundred you know expensive dresses for twenty dollars so many gowns yeah i gotta be honest like i understand that because today i was looking i i just was in a bad mood i went for a while i had a fight with my landlord i was like i'm i gotta get the fuck out of this building and i just went for a walk to calm myself down and then bought a vanilla cheesecake anyway (laughs) it's a whole other story none of your business so i i was walking and i saw like they were having a big sale and everything was like from $80 to $6. And I was like, oh, or like 200 all the way down to 50 And I'm like, I should buy these. I'm like, I don't even like that. I had a whole bunch of stuff in my hand. Yeah. And I put it back. Because I was like, I would never wear this. Yeah. Like, what am I doing? I'm. No, it's tough. I just I'm had a fun to fill one. A void. <laughs> I spent a lot Black Friday. I was performing at the Mall of America Black Friday weekend. So of Minnesota, course, yeah, well, at the House that. of Comedy, one of my favorites. Okay, yeah, so it's like the best weekend to be there because you get yeah. all the fucking sales. And at Nordstrom, um, the like I had whatever I bought stuff, that and then I got a hundred dollars back. And so I bought. I'm not. I'm trying not to shop, but I love expensive things. So I just got three ca- expensive <laughs> candles for that hundred dollar gift card, and I'm so excited. And then if you call Tammy, you're like, "Hey, you want to meet up?" She's like, "Yeah." And then she goes shopping. She, or too. I saw her in Edmonton. She's one of my this. favorite people. Yeah. No, oh yeah, me too. Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. Edmonton was great. I like that mall too. They have a. I don't leave the house as much in that mall. They well, you stay in the mall. Do you stay at that? Hotel? Oh, the condo. That's probably you stay why in the condo, I forgot. Yeah. Yes. Um, here at like the hotels in the mall. Mm-hmm. I went to the movies, the arcades. I love it. It's so great. But in the Edmonton one, they have a water park and a gun park. I'm like, uh, hold yeah. on a second. That's America's dream. They just can't go anywhere. Yeah. It's too cold. Even in the summer. Is it? No. I'm kidding. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I just made that up. I no, made I that think up. it's the slow season. No, but I love to spend. But I also don't. I have not needed a car. I really no. You're, the east side, I Uber once in a while. I'm like, fuck, that's a lot of Ubers in a day. But I've only experienced that a few times. It's but really still it works out somehow. It does because even if, when, if I had a car, I would still be Ubering because I'd be like, oh, I might drink there. 
Right. And you, and parking. And parking, so valets, insurance, all of it. Fucking everything. I think it's better. As much as I hate Ubers, I understand it. You hate it. <laughs> I hate them because they block the fucking driveway. Oh. They don't know how to drive. No. They none of them have been tested or like you know trained to hey use a blinker hey pull over when you let people out don't let a clown car empty in the fucking middle of a freeway like you should die everyone's gonna die in your car sorry and I had a Tesla pick me up Uber X and um, he got laid off and so he had to be Ubering but he was a wheel designer. Ooh. And that's why he's like, I bet he's like me and bought a Tesla and all these nice things. And then he got laid off. So he's like, yeah, I have to fucking Uber in my Tesla. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but you're like, no, I'm not. But he was in a good mood because he had an interview that day. So hopefully if he's listening, he got a his... got a job. Buddy. But what a niche job. He's like good at it, but he designs wheels for cars. That's it's... killer. Yeah. Have you ever gotten a bad Uber? Like jumped out? Like fuck this guy or fuck this person? I've given one, yeah, but uh, no, I don't think I've, no. We did in New York. Guy was, I'm telling, I think he almost, first of all, he hit another car. Whoa. And then he, he nearly hit a person and we were like, what are you doing? And so we just jumped out and it was like really close to before a show that was an hour away. <laughs> did you make it? Yeah. But we, you know, you know, how, did you used to have nightmares or dreams as, uh, when you were young, like about missing school or showing up late to a test or never school, never only waitressing and comedy. So I've started having late for spots dreams every single or you can't get to and the so, stage. Yeah. But that just anxiety. recently started for me. It used to be tests. And now, yeah, I it's, it's spots. It's whatever you care about. I oh, never really? cared about tests. Okay. I. I I never cared about school. If, if I didn't get up, I didn't get up. Uh, I don't, yeah, I wonder why. But yeah, but I as have an this, adult, yes. when I was waiting tables and I needed to make money, I would have dreams I couldn't get to my customers. I, 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 I'm late for work. Whoa. I missed my plane. I, I'm not going to get to that show. Things like that. But it's more like angst. It's definitely anxiety, but oh, wow. it's just, it'll fuck with you. That's other stuff. My parents are like, why do you go to therapy? And it's like, our dad definitely has anxiety. <laughs> like... <laughs> But he he doesn't know it, and it's like all of us. But all my sister's kids are in therapy and have tutors and all of that. Like they just already she was just aware. Yeah. Oh wow. Like oh, are you having trouble with school shit? Like I'll get you this tutor. Like oh, are you having issues dealing with it? Talk to this person. Wow. Deal with your stress. Oh, are you having bad thoughts? Here, go here. Like they're just on it because we didn't have that at all. I love that. Yeah, I'm proud of them. Interesting. Because my niece was kind of shitty for a little bit. Not really. Like, overall, she's great. But she was just having issues. Sure. Everybody And maybe does. it's puberty related, too, or whatnot. But she's just, like, a completely different kind of kid. Yeah. Girls. Two boys and a girl. Okay. It's, but, like, my nephew has a driver's license now. Do you have lots of niece and nephews? Sure. It's so fun. They're so I'm cute. like, will you take me to Starbucks? And, like, he'll come pick me up and take me to Starbucks. It's so cute. I would love it if they could do that here, but Aww. can't. Yeah. But yeah, now my nephew, I go everywhere with them. My nieces and nephews, they drive all the time. Well, they're older now. They're in their 20s. So you guys. But go. I have all the way down to eight, eight, eight years old. So what do you go do for Christmas? You buy them all gifts or no? No, we do this crazier thing. So uh, because I just take them somewhere and we do something because everybody buys them or gives them money or buy yeah. them, whatever. It's like they have everything. What are you going to get a kids that have everything? Yeah. Nobody ever tells them no. So 
we go to like weird um those trampoline parks uh mm-hmm. what do they call uh, sky zone okay or i i used to take them to the movies that was our big thing but then we got kicked out of the movie theater because they're kerrigans <laughs> and uh, my mother was so embarrassed because it was the first time i let my mom come with us because usually it's just free reign i'm like come on let's go fuck around you know and they were younger to start it like 10 years ago like they were younger then so um <laughs> i would have the older ones help me with the little ones which didn't work out at all because they didn't really care. They were just wanted to be seen at the movie. And then um, now we go to, uh, what's that? Escape rooms. Okay. We're up to that. And do you take them all or per all. household? Do you take them all And I take some of my brothers. And so most of my brothers come. Wow. Some of my sister-in-laws come. But it's it's getting wild. And do you get them snacks too? Yeah, we go to eat after. We, it's like a before and a, it's like a whole thing. Well, the, for the movies, do you buy snacks or sneak snacks in or half and half? Um, it used to, my older sister Kathleen loved to sneak snacks in. That was her favorite thing. Yeah. And she also loved to not only sneak snacks in, but we would be like, oh, let's watch this movie. That one starts in two hours. So we'll just sneak over to that yeah. theater. <laughs> I love that. She was like that. But, we, you know, I didn't do that with the kids. I was like, damn. But I buy them snacks because I'm not like that. My sister Kathleen was good with that stuff. She's yeah. older than me. So. I'm just an idiot that's like, yeah, buy whatever you want. I don't have any money. This card still goes through, though. Yeah. <laughs> I hate the newer Let me write a check. style of concession, though, where it's yeah. like, I don't know. I, I miss fresh popcorn that buttered and smelled yeah, good. Everything like, seems so But I did accidentally get an Icy recently, and that's going to be my new snack at the movies. I loved having an Icy. Icy's are good. They are. I forgot. I didn't know, but like the ice machine, all the ice machines were empty, so I couldn't get a soda. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not waiting for them to refill the ice. And I just filled it with an Icy, and I was like, this is so good. I mix it up. I get all three. I always mix it. Look how excited I was raised like that on Slurpees, too. Like I always mix flavors. Slurpees, we put everything but diet. Bing, 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 bing. No diet. Yeah, but you diet, guys hate diet. Uh, <laughs> aspartame, it gives me a headache. Diet Cherry 7-Up. Mm. Ugh. <laughs> they have Diet Baja Blast at the Taco Bell by my house. No I'm so way. happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love Taco Bell. I've never eaten a Taco Bell. That's probably good. I only like I, the cheesy gordita crunch. Gordita. Gordita. Cheesy gordita crunch. Yeah. I like probably. that. No, gordita. It's like a hard taco yeah. shell with like a soft one with cheese in between. I actually would like that. Yeah. Yeah, especially because I love grilled cheese. Okay, yeah. You would like That's it. killer. But, and uh, I get the avocado ranch sauce. Uh Oh. We've really been doing it. I know. We've really been doing it. I just looked. I'm like, oh, this is good. I but like I'm glad. That. I still have an hour for my spot. <laughs> oh, so let's just. I'm just kidding. Let's take that. Um, no, oh, you're an hour. I'm after you. Yeah. I'm later than you. So we should go upstairs and just start cutting. Uh, <laughs> well, no, we we'll, see if we'll see if I wait till after before my spot to smoke weed. So we'll see what my... Okay. What I can handle. I hope it's. I'm also wearing sweatpants on stage tonight, which is. What's wrong with that? I like to dress it down. No, I like oh. to usually look nice, but I got my pussy wax before I got here, and I wasn't about to walk Guys, here with my pussy jeans waxed on in here because it's just like a 15 minute walk. So I went and then walked here. Oh, I see what you mean. So you're not. I'm not like, gonna like wear you're jeans like, I or dress. Like I want. Yeah, I need to be comfortable. Yeah, it would rot. Oh yeah, that'd be terrible. I haven't gotten that. I think I got waxed once, maybe twice, but I'm a bleeder, so I didn't do it. No wow. I'm too Irish, too 
to too sensitive. Do you go to Ireland? Have you been to Ireland? No, I've not been to Ireland. I have to go. I love it there. I where where do you go? I've um well I've been to Dublin a few times, but then my sister and I we rented a car and drove all the way around. So we went to Northern Ireland and Belfast and like Giants Causeway, Galway Bay. Galway Bay is pretty. We stayed somewhere weird for a bit, Kilkenny. But yeah, then Kilkenny. Did you do the comedy festival there? No, we, my sister and I just like stayed there one night. Oh, okay. But then I uh, we went to Hoth too this last time. Me and a few comics. But I've done the Dublin festival a few times. I gotta go. I, you I have did to. a podcast in Ireland, and uh, it's it was Ooh, so exciting. Uh, I'm gonna uh, something Hughes, something oh, Hughes. Okay. I can't think of his first name, and I feel bad because he. Um, he, Dice blocked him. He's a big fan of our videos that we do, and Dice blocked him. And he's Brian Hughes, I think his name is. And he kept emailing me like, "Look, I have this." Why book. did he get blocked? And Andrew gets mad at people quickly. I don't. I'm sure he, he asked a dumb question like, "Why don't you light your cigarette?" <laughs> wow. Let me rephrase that. That's not a dumb question. That's a normal question. Well, you know what? To an abnormal person. No, I, I was uh, Who recently light cigarettes? on a f- like, you know. Like a six a.m. flight, had to get picked up at three in the morning. Yeah, like one of those days where you just don't sleep and all that travel. And one girl wrote something weird, and I got into a fight with her and blocked her. But truly, if it was any other day, I would never have even noticed what she wrote. You know, like oh, he like he does it intentionally. Just, oh, okay, yeah, it's like a thing. Blocked. I'm like, what? <laughs> he he wasn't even saying anything mean. And then he'll be like, I don't understand. You it. can also mute people. I don't know if he likes the idea of that. Oh, I can listen. Because if you mute someone, you don't give them the power of knowing they annoyed you that much. You just don't see anything they do, but they keep, they can, you know, they, they don't know. They can still see your stuff. Though. Yeah. See, he don't want that. He wants Got them it. out <laughs> completely. They're not allowed to see what I do. They're not allowed to see my artistry, <laughs> which is him basically yelling at me in a gym 90% of the day. But stupid, but that's these dumb videos we do and people got into them and then they would comment like, hey, what happened to your eye? Blocked. Wait, (laughs) you had a black eye. Like, just don't respond you don't have That's to block so them wild. but it, it, it just come from a crazy but inter- the internet's wild like i mean it obviously is. that's like such a uh but people basic say thing the to say. dumbest shit on there but okay so i love j-lo and shakira i thought the halftime show was amazing mm-hmm. and i was living my life thinking everyone thought like i didn't care i just like i loved it my friend and i cried at the end we were all cheering no. when they hugged i like started to ball i like i teared up that's they just, I was I'm proud. Like, how long is this? We Can we get to the second half? No, because I just kept, oh yeah, Shakira did go longer than I anticipated. Yes. But, um, and it's kind of <laughs> like that cheerleading <laughs> thing where they worked probably six, seven, eight, nine months every day for that routine. Sure. And sure. this bitch has such another schedule. I mean, I'm, a, but. Um, Both of them that, But amazing. then you go on Twitter and then it's like. uncomfortably amazing. People responding being no i didn't even see the shitting on i saw people being like how dare people shit on it and fighting about how they're hypocrite and this and that and i was like why am i on twitter i wouldn't have known no one said a bad thing like none of this is real life it's so weird that we just know what everyone's thinking at all times i hate it i it's not gonna change that i enjoyed it and of course people didn't like it they're losers yeah 
And like people are like, oh, they did too much of this, too much of that. They're showing my seven-year-old kid is watching. Like Dice put up a post about I how saw amazing. that, <laughs> but somebody wrote, uh, my seven-year-old kid was watching, and so I turned it off. I disagree with you. And I'm like, why are you following Dice? <laughs> <laughs> also, if you're, if you're worried about uh, J Lo's vagina, I mean, maybe you haven't seen his she's act. Also, fucking fifty, an athlete doesn't Ooh. drink, eats protein. I mean, that bitch works so hard. Like, why? I, what, why like, wouldn't she show off her body? But here's the thing: if if their daughters grew up to be like Shakira and J Lo, God bless. Yeah, God fucking bless. And you know, everyone online. Uh, but then. she was on a pole because she did it in a movie. Yeah, she was promoting her movie. But also, everyone's like the cheerleaders are dressed just as slutty. Same, so worse. Like, Nipples out. Well, it's I... usually like people don't like women in control of their own sexuality. They want to like demean and objectify women. Sure. But as soon as like a woman wants to do it for themselves, they don't really like it. Next year I'm doing the Super Bowl halftime. I wish. And I want you to dance with me. <laughs> I would love and that. And because you're going to take me to your waxer. My friend. Um, do that gladiator shot. I do have a friend that's a music video director and we went to okay. Palm Springs and he sent me and my friend Sabrina lyrics and went, memorize this. We're making a video. And so <laughs> I did get to make a music video with him. I got all of his videos have 10, 15 million views. Ours, maybe 3,000. Like, no one cared, but what? it felt so cool. And he did it all what on What kind iPhone. of video? It was Haley Kiyoko and Kehlani, um, and it's like a lesbian, like, girl-on-girl thing. So my friend is a lesbian. I'm pretty bi, I guess. Yeah. And so um, I was Kehlani, and she was Haley. And it was at the ace pool and then the showers. And, like, I woke up in bed in lingerie. That's how I started the video. And it felt amazing. So I don't know why. I, did I just brag about it? But no, I, I don't know why I, I love came, it. Oh, being in the music videos. Yeah, that would be a dream. I would. I go to a... I haven't gone in a while. But when I visit, I went to a fiercely non-competitive dance aerobics class in L.A. called Pony Sweat. And it's like Richard Simmons, but with Pat Benatar and, like, Santi Gold and Beyonce. And punk rock and the misfits. Yeah. But is this in Beverly Hills? No, it's in Highland Park and Silver Lake. And she is just this punk rock tattooed girl and everyone. It's, yeah, it's I amazing. Love that. And it's her whole thing is fuck the moves. So if you don't like a move, I'm do not something good at else. Following. Yeah. No, her whole thing, it's r- very Richard Simmons, not so much like learning well, Gaga to, dances. I watched Richard Simmons class from outside in Beverly Hills. That's why I thought it was there. Oh, wow. Hysterical. You would just sit and watch? Because my friend Lexi's like you. She was a little obsessed and she was like, we have to go see this. And I was like, how do you know Richard Simmons? Because she's like nine years younger than me. So uh-huh. I'm like, how the fuck do you know Richard Simmons? So we go and uh, she, we go and she's like, look at this. And he's teaching this class, giving it every single thing. And this was like six years ago, seven years ago. So he's not young. No. He's, you know, and he was, I was dying. If I was in that class, I would never be able to keep a straight flight. I would be on the floor just holding. <laughs> He'd be like, hey, it's a great ab workout because I can't stop laughing. Like, I'd be in the fetal position screaming. I recently like, laughed so hard in yoga. I go to like this... I wouldn't say it's hip hop yoga because sometimes he plays the Spice Girls, but it's like regular music, but yoga. And he started a session with City High. Do you remember that song? Mm-hmm. What would you do if your son was at home? You don't know that one? It's about a single mother struggling to survive. Who sings it? <laughs> City High. Oh, that's the person. <laughs> yeah. But it's like the song about a mother struggling to put food on the table and like having to be a hoe. Did my mom say But that's no, like what we yoga to, <laughs> like what we started our practice. <laughs> <laughs> Not like <laughs> hips don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the fuck. No, but he did play J-Lo, I'm Real, for in honor of the Super Bowl. I love J-Lo, but she cannot sing. And it's okay. 
It is because she over because the songs are good else. and there are other people who can't fully sing. Yeah, and they careers. did lip sync. She did. You have to. That's For kind the, of think, the Super Bowl. They don't allow it you to sing live because of the magnitude and the tape. They just like can't really do it. I didn't. I don't know about that, but I believe no, it. For sure. I get it because I was thinking more of like a political stance or some dumb shit. Somebody varies off what they sing. Oh, you think it's everything's approved? Taping's a bitch. But she got some subliminal messages out. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I was like, she yeah. did it. She nailed it. Because I know people were mad that Gaga didn't. She did a little. She did what? Um, she did the because there's all the girl. Like, yeah. She did if uh, you're re- like you're trying hard to find meaning, right. but I feel J Lo is really like J Lo. Here really are kids in cages, and here's a Puerto Rican flag, and I'm singing <laughs> "Born in the USA," bitch. Like that was yeah. uh, pretty uh, aggressive. in your face. Yeah, but I said I remember saying to Andrew, "Did you see the kids in cages?" He goes, "What cages?" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god, did you vary at all? Like, did you look around the one in the red?" hot i'm like shakira <laughs> he's like that's her name she did great you forget how many hits she has she wanted the reason it was long she was reminding us how many hits she has she was like i thought they were both great i mean again and with the hypocrisy what else i saw online was that adam levine was so naked and like how you know janet jackson know. got I so fucked the maroon five one. i didn't either yeah. i don't want you to see him he's he's the, he's one of my least favorite famous people i hate i think prince i men. watched prince i remember that someone here went to was at that halftime show I court was that. telling me that he was there he probably was court's okay. everywhere they were gonna say he's a liar but no, no, no okay no, he was court. there yeah he said the rain came down Valid. it was like incredible yeah. um no adam Levine, the i hate people that were fucking dorks growing up and then they became famous or hot, and then they fuck so such hot women, and it bothers me. I'm sorry, I'll stop fucking that. <laughs> <laughs> just but, but I just remember yeah, I there it. was like it. a dorky, dorky guy, and he became famous for something super stupid. And I saw him with a really hot chick. And then later, I was doing this interview show, and I asked him like, "Oh, who's that hot chick?" And he got mad at me. He's like, "Cut the tape!" Like flipped out. And it's because he had a girlfriend that's been with his ugly ass before he got famous that he was cheating on with this girl. And that's why he didn't want it mentioned in this interview thing. But it's like, oh. you're disgusting. You had a woman buy your ugly ass for so long. And then the moment you can use your like power or money mm. or success, you just fuck women out of your league. And it drives me nuts. So Adam Levine is that to me. He was a fucking dork. And I then he it. thinks like tattoos and a Victoria's Secret angel wife will like change that. But it's like, you're a fucking dork. And I know it. He's not gay. He could. I mean, I'm maybe kidding. I don't know anything guys. about. Him. I hope. I just, honestly, I, I would. I'm more attracted to dudes that have like fucked a dude than not. Like I would. That's the most masculine thing you can do. I, I, fuck a dude. Yeah. Or get fucked. Yeah. Or get fucked. Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's not easy to fuck a dude. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm like into someone being bi. I don't know. I like that. I, yeah. Is that called pansexual? Yeah, I do that and say sure. It's like I want to say pansexual, but it's humiliating. I just. It's like, because I'm too old. Like, I don't want, I just don't want to have to define myself if I don't want to. It's like everyone else's problem. Yeah. I get off. Everyone wants to ask. But um, saying that's like disrespectful to people that like, I feel bad for kids that had to be in the closet and knew that they were gay. And like, that's what's important to come out and have that identity for them. But also for some people, it's just like, I don't know. I don't care. I just want to be in love. Like, yeah. But everyone wants an answer. And it's like, 
whatever what makes you? you feel happy. I'm like, whatever you want me to be. Yeah, that's how I said. It's like whatever makes you sleep easier, knowing who I want to fuck or not. <laughs> I guess whenever I mention Tinder, always everybody, are everyone's like, guy or girl. Real? Yeah, I paid for Tinder Gold for six months. There was like a Black Friday sale, so. You really are a shopaholic. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Well, some you got your Tinder the people on. that get fucked a lot told me to get Tinder Gold because you see all the people that already liked you, um, and also you can change the city. So if you're going to Miami, you can like search in Miami while. So you're being just in LA. looking to hit it and quit it, that kind of. Thing. No, I'm looking for lots of things. Like I will fuck someone randomly if there's a connection. They're awesome. I I miss my sluttier days. I'm like sad. Got it. I miss when I was just like. Open, fucking free. yeah but now like i want to like somebody yeah we gotta get america it back sucks. yeah <laughs> it sucks because like i haven't had sex in a while but then someone will want to fuck and i'm like i just don't like you and i'm like what am i doing but like i just can't if there's no connection i'm with you but i used to be able to but that's alcohol you think so were you partying more maybe i don't know probably probably and you're younger <laughs> so it's like it, it, not a frontal lobe isn't fully developed yeah. So you're like, yeah, yeah he's fine he can speak a little you know you're like, and after dating a girl guys do seem less impressive after, in many ways what do you mean after dating like w- i just like enjoyed dating girls like i don't know god oh you enjoy yeah dating. i see what you're saying yes, like yes, guys yes. just seem like worse and worse once you yeah. date like hot cool chicks you're like wait i okay well because for so for tinder gold when i had it just to women i barely got any matches it was so hard it's like hard meeting women right and that for me i don't know however hysterical no my friend anthony devito i don't know if you know him but he dates yes um so he has a funny joke he um his girlfriend who i know well wanted to date women he was like for sure do whatever you want um or like hook up with a girl if you want and then she was like ugh, none of the girls i want to fuck are matching with me and he goes i've never felt more connected to you in our whole life you know like (laughs) finally you understand uh hello we've been going (laughs) through this and so i keep thinking about that but then i switched it to guys and girls i was like i'm i was just horny i was like let's see if i can find someone and then all of a sudden it's just like hundreds and hundreds of matches because guys don't care they're just like out to fuck so they're just like swiping to fuck yeah so you have all these like just gr- like you just have I don't know or someone will just write to you and it's just an emoji and it's like can you just try a little like but women are like analyzing you're yeah. like what what is this who is this girl but I'm also uh, more picky when Google I go her. through girls too yeah. I like want the specific thing in my head so I'm also more judgmental of like women's looks yeah oh cool <laughs> speaking of dykes there she is <laughs> put your tits in god um, um monsters over there. but it was just like I don't know. I also want to be courted. I feel like I always try so hard and I'm the one having to like, I just want, even the messages I get are so simple where it's like, I still have to do the heavy lifting. Right. And I don't want that. I want to be like. But we're always going to have to do the heavy lifting. I hope not. I but just want women someone. do. That's what we do. Is that bad? Am I or you mean just in your relationships? In like the beginning. With women or men. Yeah. Um, but what do you mean? I don't know. Like my sister does a lot, but her husband does all the cleaning. That's good. So I don't know. That's I'm not good... really tidy. I'm hopefully I'll get a tidier man. Yeah, my brother mom. Billy cleans. Uh-huh. And then, um, I mean, his, they kind of do odd things for each other. Like, And they've been together since high school. Yeah, same with my sister yeah. and her husband. And, but it's funny, like Billy's like, I got to clean the house and like, and his wife is cooking. And I'm like, that's hysterical. But we grew up like that, like, because there were so many of us and me and Billy are uh, at the bottom. But we were like old enough to be like, all right, you have to go. You have to clean up. 
the two under us, like we'd have to like watch them while we were cleaning kind of thing. And so we just got into cleaning. Like I therapy is cleaning. Like I'll be cleaning for them. I wish if I you had have a that. dirty house and you're like, Hey, are you not feeling good today? I'll come clean. Oh, your place. I will take you up on that. Yeah. <laughs> like Please. my roommate caught me one time. I took the shower doors out and I had a Q tip and I was going in the grooves of the bottom. You know how the door goes like Yeah. And he was just like, Are you okay? <laughs> Like not not feeling nah, good today, no. not doing real good today, you know. And he's like, All right, "I'm gonna leave you alone. I'm gonna I'm just gonna go in the other room. Probably lock the door." <laughs> um, do you it. all get along the ten? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Wild. I know. Sick, good. sick, sick, sick. Because um, my brother Jimmy just called me today. I mean, we shit on each other. Yeah, but like you know the normal. That's healthy. Normal. Yeah, you talk shit about the people you love to the other people that all love each other i think yeah because we were, we were talking about this uh in my neighborhood that i grew up in the crime is spiked right now uh-huh. and so uh, there's this group on <laughs> facebook which is kind of funny so i go in just to read and see who's talking shit like it's funny because it's all the same kids i grew up with that are now parents and it, it sucks that the crime's happening, but it's funny how we still talk to each other the way we talk. And so I'll read these things and I'm like, oh, but every other post is, fuck it, I'm just getting a gun. Fuck it. I'm just, and it's hysterical. Who has, a, do they, any of them have guns? That's what me and my brother Jimmy were teasing about. Because Jimmy's like, none of them, A, have guns, know how to shoot. They'd all fucking shoot themselves in the foot. Like, and I go, so then we became um, them coming out as Fredo when Vito Corleone's getting shot. And he's like, Fredo. And he comes out and the gun's like that. Like, that's how they would be if a crime was happening. They'd probably just drop the fucking gun. Yeah. So, yeah. But I heard uh, that women are actually better at shooting guns because when they're learning. We're more they're, focused. They're, we're better at taking criticism and notes. And so mm-hmm. when someone tells you how to hold the gun, like you'll remember it. And guys are yeah. like, I got it. My favorite one that I read the other day was, um, even if I go out to smoke a cigarette, I'm bringing my gun. <laughs> <laughs> I was so like, this scary. is sad. This is sad. But I love that this is your rational this is what you came up with. Like this group, this isn't working. I gotta be honest. But none of them have a gun. Uh, my family? Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, uh, but my, my brother Jimmy, yeah, he's, they'll all be knocking on his door for help. But he's licensed. He's, do they all, my dad's a Marine. Do they all still live there? Everybody either, yeah, my mom still lives in the same house we grew up in. They either live up the street or around the corner. Are you the only one outside of Philly? No, my uh, I have two nephews that are outside of Philly. One, um, his wife is getting, uh, she's doing a fellowship. So they're in Erie, Pennsylvania. Wow. She's a doctor. He's a nurse and um, he's a professor, like he teaches nursing. He got his doctrine. So he teaches nursing and he outschooled her, but she outranks him at the hospital. But anyway, they're so cute together. But they have two kids. And then my other nephew plays for the Minnesota Twins. Wow. He leaves on Saturday for um, spring training. It's an early spring. No, they always do it like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right, because they start the season yeah. in fucking April. Duh. Mm-hmm. So they call him, but they call him early because he's still technically in like, uh, the minors, uh-huh. but they bring them to their spring training, and then he can possibly get moved up from there. So. I hope so. Well, this is unfortunately this is his third year in the spring training, so he's a little like better be this year and out. But it does take time. He's only twenty five, and he's a beast. He's great. Wow. He's using all our anger and hitting a ball out of a park. Good. Um, so, they have the best butts. 
baseball players. Jim, look at that. You have a good butt. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I always say, um, well, I forget where we were, but I was like, oh, baseball players have the best bodies. And he was like, you know? And I'm like, I, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, they have like juicy fun I didn't butts. mean that, but yes, that's true. No, it is where like my niece and nephews follow me online and I block them from my stories, but um, like on Instagram. Why do you block them? Actually, I was in Edmonton doing the club. Okay. I we have to do it right, and then I, I was in. Um, I was I did get a Roman room at that hotel for two nights, and okay. you know, it's, and I was in the hot tub in the hotel room eating room service and watching porn, mm-hmm. and there was mirrors, so I was like taking a video of it, and then I was like, oh, I have to block my niece and nephews. They can't uh, like watch me. How old are they? Seventeen, fourteen, and eleven or twelve. But okay, so yeah, I like have thirty. No, yeah, that's totally different. But I, I did like I've done a work for Brazzers, so I did this Brazzers roast, and in the caption I wrote like best night of my life like this is a dream come true and he was like brazzers lisa your dream the best <laughs> night of your life just like so judgmental it's so weird um i don't know let's what's go. happening let's just out there. go we've crazy. been here for two hours but Who's i love listening? talking to you well we can and go talk so, upstairs yeah we'll go talk upstairs we guys so we have time for our spot thank you so much for listening hell uh, yeah josh is in there february 18th uh we're doing a live comedy store podcast in the belly room eight o'clock it's our 200th episode. That's crazy because February 18th, I'm doing a show at Lyric Hyperion at 7 p.m. And I would love people either to come. One, either <laughs> listen, you can come listen to me and Rick talk shit, or you can go see this wonderful, funny young Oh, yeah, the camera's I'm, like, so staring. fucking close. It really is. It probably shows all our fears. <sighs> uh, it does. Fuck you, Josh, really? Um, Let us thank you. Yeah, no, we, we gotta open forever. the door because we both have swamp ass. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm, I am sweating though. It's no, here, hot, right? like my chichi is all itchy. mine's, good. mine's <laughs> fine because there's no fucking hair. Fuck yeah, see, I gotta wax it, but right now it's a mullet, so I'm gonna leave it alone. <laughs> uh, it's my favorite way to keep it. Um, anyway, so where else are you gonna be? I'm gonna be in San Francisco February 13th to the 16th. That do you have a right. website? Yeah, glittercheese.com. Glitter cheese. Yeah, because I'll be in North Carolina and I'll be in Singapore. Like, I'm out and about. Oh. I'll be at South uh, by. What's that? South by Southwest. Oh, South by. Yeah. Okay. I was like, oh. <laughs> I don't say it hip like that, but whatever. <laughs> uh, no, that's great. So, you, your website is Glitter Cheese? Yeah. Because Lisa Traeger, you know, people call me Liza. People don't know how to spell it. There's a, they spell so, they're f- like, oh, is it Glitter Cheese? They'll remember. Yeah, but not Lisa. Lisa, Lisa Traeger is a beautiful name. I like the yes, name Lisa. Yes, but they'll try to stick in two E's in Lisa, or they'll put oh, an A-Y in Traeger, or like... Glitter cheese, people. It's just like simpler. I like if it. If you really want to write Lisa Traeger, it'll go there too, but... Got it. Thank you. For- Josh, do you have anything to promote? He, he says no. He says fuck it. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Rate, subscribe. Do you have a podcast or anything or no? No. Fuck yeah. We're going to get her one. All right. Because she's a good talker. Thank you guys so much. My Bye. ears are broken. Yeah. <laughs>